What are we, ta- what are we no. talking about before we record? Like this. No. What? This finger. Uh, I almost want to leave this in because we're teaching for how to pack back chew. When I, back when I used to chew when I duck hunted. Back when you were a man? No. I, I, did I tell that story? I told you that story, didn't I? Cody and Brady, why I stopped chewing? I pulled my duck call apart. Oh yeah, that yeah. after the season, and I was like, "It was the worst fucking smell I've ever smelled in my life." And I'm like, "Okay, that's disgusting. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop chewing. That's gross." And then <clears throat> I couldn't fully stop. <clears throat> so then I, I kind of stopped, and I went to. I, oh yeah, you. Hey, back my way off the real stuff. What's your? Who's in, is the producer in charge here? I thought you were chief content officer over here. The guy's been barking me around all day. I wanted to look at you. He's now yelling at me. I'm out of the frame. Yeah, you might have He's moved your the chair podcast a bit. producer. He yells at me though. You have to come close and tight. Yeah. That's why we don't have very many guests. Yeah. <laughs> if you get Rogan on here, you're going to yell at him about. Yeah. Well, he will. Before, before we record, though, what are we going to talk about? Oh, this is gonna be, I heard this might be a 30-minute intro to the last one. We might just make that a, a podcast. I know you big-timed us. We were in a prep meeting. You missed it. You skipped it. I had a lot of meetings. <laughs> back to back to back. Classic Brady come back. Classic Brady. I touched a lot of parts of this uh, business. I, I was. I went from one thing to the next to the next. I didn't get to breathe. Kevin's like, did you see my Slack? I'm like, no. When did you Slack me? He's like, oh, yeah. Long we got to let Trail know what, we're, what we want to do, too, and see if he's cool with it before we release it. Oh, I think it'll be game. I think you will too. I just I've been I talking about we were going to do a podcast today with him. I said next week we're what we're doing. He's he's like yeah. I don't. You're helping me, Brady, right now. Whatever you yeah. want to do. Well, I just you know, this means a lot. You know, I haven't been invited on the podcast for like a year, and I just you know last time I got ripped. Oh, my oh. January dry January thing, and so oh. hopefully you, you have know, been you guys invited. Are nice. You just don't accept. Hopefully you guys. Nicer. Everyone else who's who's invited just pushes their calendar to make it work, except you. So then we just go, we just do something else. Yeah, it's very true. Well, I appreciate the invite. I just want you to know, I'm not gonna, you know, I know you're the big boss around here. Everyone kisses up. I'm not gonna kiss your butt on this. Okay. So (laughs) yeah, hardly everyone kisses up for sure. So I'm gonna shoot it straight. Okay. Hmm. What are we? What are we talking about here? Talking about you. This is the Porter Podcast. Oh, this is the Porter Podcast? Oh, this is... But, oh, Big Hunt Guys, thank you. Big Porter Guys. Oh, Big Porter Guys. Oh, thank you. I don't want this to be all about me. We could talk about my outcome, but we also should talk about your sheep hunt because you're... It's kind of an intense week right now. We're both kind of... It's extremely stre- intense for me. <laughs> stressed. Yeah. It's not just an intense week. He literally leaves tomorrow. Yeah, it's, it's really intense. I'm very... Like, my mental uh, capacity right now is not, not very good. I... Because I'm just I'm preoccupied with shit in my head about what's packed and what's not and how am I going to get it down to the most amount of bags so I can... And then I'm so stressed if everything's going to show up and then clear customs and then this. And it's like, it's a thing. So you were gone with Omar for two weeks. You came home. Nine days. Your wife had... Your pregnant wife had moved into a new house. Yes. And you were here for a week and now you're leaving. Seven again. days. And now I'm leaving. And oh, I was here for nine days. I was gone for nine days, here for nine days. Now I'm leaving for 12 days. Remember the joke earlier? We said we'd never get to see each other. Yeah, it no. It almost happened. It did almost happen. It, it got was really very close. Tight. It was really close. Well, we were just looking at our, calen- our calendars. 
I'm not going to see you for three and a half weeks after tomorrow. Yeah, correct. Long time. It's a long time. Yeah, I'm. I'm like I can relate to a lot of what you're describing. I'm. But mine's not like fill the truck and drive and you know be at the trailhead and like that's not that stressful because we do it so much. So like everything's just ready to go. When you're internationally flying and checking yep. bags and yep. it's like holy shit. And you don't know in your duration of any of those areas you're going like our stuff's going to make it there. Are or you if, gonna I'm, lo- if I'm delayed and then I can't fly into camp and then have to overnight and, and, then, then, and then a storm hit and a storm it's the whole thing up there it's very tight thing. weather windows <laughs> this is why Porter, this is why he's not invited <laughs> i don't want to say it fully i'm glad lorenzo ended that statement sorry yeah. welcome back Porter. i got 80 it's just it's different man it's different and i've never been more nervous for a hunt so i don't know I started a group this morning, though. Yeah, it was solid. I've been, I'm shooting as good as I've ever shot, so hopefully that, that stays. I'm also shooting more than I've ever shot. Um, you know, doing these little, like, like actually real process practice, not just blind practice, not yeah. fun practice or enjoyable, yeah. like therapy shooting the bow. Yeah, you're not just going 30 yards, nice sunny no. day, no wind, no flat ground. Yep. You shoot a sheep with your bow in October in Canada. That's pretty cool that's legit yeah um i do feel like as the self-proclaimed boot king though of, of the office i do need to go on record about questioning your boot selection going into an october canadian okay here we go yes you don't need to question my boot selection you do, you said it yourself the self-proclaimed boot king i shouldn't have said that because it's everyone refers if anybody to if anybody king. if anybody is the boot king wouldn't it be me i've never had my foot my feet chewed up not a single time in my entire hunting career, I've never had my feet get chewed up. Mm-mm. No, you know what that's like? You're like the, let's say, if we both played like professional football, right? You're the athlete who just God gave you the talent. And you <laughs> don't have to try that hard. And you're, you are, you're a top athlete. There's no joke, right? Like everyone knows you're the best. It's a right? way to discount every top athlete. It's just yeah, it's all you're, skill. You're just it's no, just no. all skill. You're I'm gifted. more of like the Brady who got drafted, you know, in the fourth round. Or Tom sixth Brady round. or Brady Brady? No, Tom Brady. Oh, and okay. had to try, had to you know diet and train and try really hard because my feet are not as because I don't diet and I don't train and I don't. We're talking about boots. Prepare, I don't no, prepare my gear. No, no, no. <laughs> there just talking about the feet. What you are saying uh, though does make a lot of sense. You've had to try multiple different things to figure out what works for you correct so like you do have a lot of experience i've had to try what works for me everything works for you your feet are perfect no i can't wear hanwags i absolutely cannot wear hanwags i've tried them i can't wear scarpas i've tried them like i've i've tried and put boots to the test over and over and over again you don't try as hard as me though (laughs) because you're gifted Uh. Because I'm, I'm just gifted. So, his feet, his feet. Feet, feet are gifted. He yeah. earns everything else. His feet, doesn't, he doesn't try that. Hard. He doesn't break in his boots. He can just take them off the shelf and just go and not worry, no anxiety. No. He doesn't bring tape. I, can, I am capable of doing that and not like running a huge risk. But like my man Moots, I blew the, I blew the sidewall out before I even took him on my elk hunt. You were wearing those around a little bit before. But in all seriousness, I'm giving you shit about like you obviously do no boots. I... I'm just going on the record. I f- just there's a pure synthetic early season boot that you are taking. I know you're doing it for the athletic field. No, I'm doing the mammoths, the ones that the ones that 
I feel the most athletic in and I will prefer to wear. But I am also taking the Salewa Ortles Ascent, which are right. Gore-Tex the, lined the and insulation. Grams. Yeah, yeah. And I'm flying commercial. You're not even taking two boots in a truck <laughs> to <laughs> Colorado. I am taking, so that's this is my point about, the, about the boot king. Like, no. I had to press you on, and why would you not just take both boots just in case you're in a truck to drive out there? I'm flying international, and I'm bringing two different pairs of boots. <laughs> I am 100% bringing two different boots. Just mentally, I like to commit to a pair and like make a connection yeah. with them, and it's going to be my hunt. Well, this is, what, this is what we're talking about before. On your on your hunt, it could be fifty five, or it could be five. Right. Same, Same with me. If it's fifty five, I'm going to wear the Mammoths, the Tice GTX. Right, right, right. If it's five, I'm going to wear switch. the Slaywas. Yeah, yeah. no, that's that's valid. Are the black ones or the the black ones? Yeah. Can Can we quickly explain your thoughts on leather boots, Mister Boot King? I want to hear it publicly. <laughs> Talked about your just your, your. I don't know if, if hatred is a word that I should use. Bias, Bias. hatred, hatred might be the word. Have you ever seen like Paul like demoing boots with people and I like walking out to like take my dogs out or something? Yeah. I just derail the combo and steal <laughs> oh, from yeah. Paul in the showroom. Uh, yeah, no, look, I'm I'm a reasonable. I have strong opinions at times, and I just leather boots just don't aren't my thing. They just look too old school for you. I get the the reason they they definitely last longer. Yeah, you have to take care of them. And all this yeah. synthetic don't last as long. I love the breathability. Um, I just prefer synthetic for sure. You like lighter, boots. lighter. When they get too bulky, feeling I like I don't feel as nimble yeah. and and it like I feel blocky. I feel like I'm in like a ski boot kind of big and whatever. Sometimes you have to right mm-hmm. like the super late season stuff. Yeah. But um, I don't hate. Hate's a strong word. I, You're toning it down right now on the podcast. You're definitely toning I it down. I haven't ran a leather the, boot The, the conversations, like I just remember, you come in my office like, Brady, you're such a technical hunter. You're one of the most technical guys I know. And here you are wearing these five-pound leather boots. And you're such a technical guy. Well, that is very true. So when, <laughs> when I give you shit, okay, it's, it's about a couple things. You will literally bring in... 10 things of teepee. Cody and I were talking about this. One ounce. One ounce of teepee. Yep. Which is disgusting. No hand sanitizer. Pro tip, by the way, that was you. Can I get some of that hand sanitizer? You've been wearing contacts longer than me. Oh, Oh, dude. We didn't get into that. A personal bag. Yeah, you're at 65 pounds without even personal. I have a whole system for contacts. We can talk about that in a second. I didn't talk about that in the gear. We're going to come back to this hand hand sanitizer, too. But you're one ounce of teepee. Yep. Okay. You'll like, sometimes you won't even bring a toothbrush sometimes. I don't know. That's a maybe kind of thing. You have a lot of optional. But then you'll have six-pound boots, a 16-pound gun, and you have literally packed a BTX in. Yeah, BTX-115. Which is, in, it's just. Can't kill guns. them if you can't find them. Yep, it's true. So Can't you, shoot them if you don't have a good gun. Your setup is unique for sure. So it's I, very I unique. Do give yeah, you, I, open, I open myself up for criticism, and I, I do enjoy, I disagree. enjoy hearing Porter's comments. I honestly disagree, and I'm not just being biased to protect my man on the big hunt guys here. But like when you look at Brady's um, nuance for what he is or who he is, it is all directly for the task at hand. Nothing is outside of that. Like it is all direct. You can't kill what you can't find. Can't kill what you can't hit, and that's his gun. And if you have bad feet and you're not set up for the terrain, you ain't doing shit anyways. 
I I hear you on the optics. He has the reason why his is so nuanced is because like he's so out of whack, but that's on only the things that are truly for that task. His rifle setup is hard to argue. He is one of the best shots I've ever seen. That Wyoming shot you had is still incredible. The boots though, he is such a mountain hunter. His boots are always so heavy and bulky. You know, but for the terrain he hunts, there is something to be said that like that is better. Steam, yeah. I, I also love hearing you your, your talks about boots towards me. It's really funny. It's just it's never what I would have guessed. I know it's kind that's of, why it, it, the re, he opens himself up because he's nuanced about things, but they are things just directly tied to. Mm-hmm. Getting it done. I'm an ultralight hunter, and that's where I get made fun of. Like, oh, you're an ultralight hunter. You cut your toothbrush. You cut all these tags off your clothes. You wear the lightest weight gear for a reason, so I can carry, like Renzo says, the heavy optics, the heavy rifle. Yeah. I can cut toilet paper because I know exactly how much toilet paper I need. It's down to a science. Uh, I don't know. And, just... and then, like, you cut things you can cut, but you keep the important things. If I things. could trust myself that much, that would be fantastic. But I can't trust myself that much to know exactly what that's going to be like. Yeah. I would have anxiety like that. I'm going to run out and yeah. I need I need toilet paper and wipes just in case you get into a, a, a sticky situation. You got to have both extra weight. That's just personal. I think I'm kind of just like an old school hunter too. I do like the look of a good beat up, scarred up leather boot. Love me some <laughs> love me some pack boots. But you the, you are an old school. Do you remember man. when we first started working with him? He was a Solomon. He wouldn't even have any ankle sport, right? He was a young buck. And remember, you and I would be like, dude, no ankle sport, no ankle sport. Ankle sport's a myth. I will in still say that. In Colorado, <laughs> he was in Solomon's. You guys were like 12 miles twelve miles deep, and he had zero yeah. ankle sport. Yeah. Those little, you, you used yeah, to hunt speak, out. Speak off threes at the time. Yeah, like the approach shoes. Mm-hmm. That's when yeah. he was a bow hunter. Yeah. yeah. I, I like those for early season because I like to be able to feel the terrain. Again, that's using a tool for a specific job. So I wanted to be able to feel, I could stalk in those. I could step on a stick and, and feel over it instead of cracking that stick. I could just adjust my foot to move over it. I could grip a rock if I'm on that's a slippery rock. That's how I feel rock. on those mammoths. That's like, exactly how I feel. There's certain things, I think. But like, I know when I'm going in, I'm going in a little bit lighter because you know my pack's whatever my pack weight is. But then when I'm coming out, it does suck because now I have... 110 pounds, you know, deer, hide, a rack, all my gear coming out. So coming out does suck in like lightweight shoes. But the whole time I'm hunting, my feet are just fresh. It is light every single day. That's early season. Going to late season hunts, I just transitioned over into a, you know, leather boot, not for support or anything, but just for the terrain, wetness. Like it works then. There's different. It's go different ways based on the season, based on the weapon, based on the terrain. There is one particular hunt that took place, and I bet you can guess. You and you, I'm not even going to say, you came back from that hunt, and you were very different when it came to feet and boots, and you have always been super conservative since that hunt. Yeah. What hunt was that? Was that Below zero. Yeah. I Him and Neville... He couldn't feel his toe for like six months. And I literally ordered pack. I got a little bit of cell phone service on the mountain. I literally ordered pack boots with a little bit of cell phone service and drained my battery and ordered them so I could have them for my next hunt because I needed insulated he boots is badly. so conservative about insulated. What were you wearing at first? Uh, I think I was just wearing an uninsulated pair of Loa's, if I recall. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, it was Loa Ticams, Ticam 2s. Yeah. He was never the same after that. Yeah, that was bad. Well, it's a learning experience. Yeah. No, no, it's not bad. It's good. That's what's, that's, he has, he has manipulated his kit 
for the task at hand with everything he's learned in the past. That's, that's like good. what you're supposed to do. Yeah. No, no, it's good. But it's not it's not good. You just told him you give him shit for all of his back boots and all this stuff. The irony in it, when you look at his setup, is just funny to me. It's so heavy certain places and so light, it's like there's no balance to it, which is great. It's yeah. unique, right? It's unique. I like Still gonna give you shit. I, d- I disagree with the uh, there's no balance to it. I think it's perfectly balanced. How for many what people it is. do you know that backpack in for nine days in Idaho? With a BTX. I, I think there are too many people that lock themselves into a particular thing like being ultralight all the way through. Like, why? Why You're a hunter. Who gives a shit about being ultralight right. all the way through? Like, we're not trying to and, and, and pack the, what, what's that trail called where you go 30 days? Whatever that yeah, trail is. Pacific Trail. Yeah, the, the North Trail or whatever. Like, yeah, those guys are ultralight the whole way through because that's, that's what they're doing. Yeah. That's the task at hand. Our task is... Wildly different. Can't kill what you can't find. Yeah, yeah. I get I get it. And, and sure, I could cut some weight and carry a really ultralight tripod with the BTX, and it might work. But like, okay, now I'm going to be glassing. All of a sudden, it's going to be like 15 mile an hour wind one day. Yeah. Now I'm going to be really upset that I tried to cut weight in areas that I shouldn't cut weight on because now that tool is not valid in the terrain based on the wind, and I can't glass. So You're only getting 70% of the tool you just brought. Yeah, so I should have not brought that then. But Or I could bring a little heavier tripod with a heavier optic, find those deer i can find them four miles away when no one else can be able to glass over there i can find them i'm pointing out that it's unique if you do he takes his peak refuels out of the container if you're gonna yeah to, just, just to, to save, save like a half ounce and he packs a btx if you guys aren't gonna admit this is unique ounces? i don't even know <laughs> i'd said it is unique it is unique but there but there is a method to the madness is i my, agree is my I point agree. no he goes heavy where i'm gonna highly me. disagree with the ankle support as support as a myth i may be blessed with tough feet you were blessed with very good ankles and knees. And if yeah. you had a bad knee, you would understand. Well, my, my thought there's is a again, whole There's a whole hip, knee, ankle, and it's all in line. And the more you can support each of one of those three, the better off the other two are. So NBA players should be playing basketball in high boots? <laughs> <laughs> they cut back and forth all the time. I'm just saying I was a basketball player my whole life. They also have no... have gotten lower and lower and lower as years progress. They also have no weight on their back. They have zero weight on their back, and they're also on a completely flat. They, they have flat. Shaq on their back pushing against them. That's a lot and of weight on their back. And they also has their ankles. Shaq has been retired. Shaq, no, Shaq's so pushing on someone as they're playing, and that, that guy's ankles ain't getting stressed they're, out. They're are on, pushing are high tops not deep. in anymore? They're, I'm they're about to on this. an absolute zero degree level, like zero all the way through. The flat is all flat can get. And there's give You're landing in that. on ankles. And there's give in that. Yes. It's a special floor, and there's give, and there's it's the task at hand. It's the task at hand. We have crazy amounts of weight on our back. We're side hilling, uphill, downhill. We're mm-hmm. never on flat ground ever. I know. I just, so I, just feel, I just feel like people knee. should be strengthening their ankles. Oh, I don't disagree with that at all. I don't disagree with that at all. But to say that that's a myth. Are basketball yeah. shoes getting lower and lower? I didn't know yes. that. Are mm-hmm. they? But if you really want to get into, if you really want to get into, what you're pressing on is. There's uh what was, what was the word you used? There was there was no balance. Oh, I'm walking into something. Let's go here. through your kit. If there's no balance, let's go through your kit. I want to understand the rhyme or reason for everything. We didn't talk about well. So are you sitting? Are you guys setting the stage that we're doing the gearless video after this, or that's part of this? But yeah. we'll get into that. Okay. When do you want to talk about my eye kit? 
Now or after? I'm, you talk, if you want to keep deflecting, you can talk about your eye kit now. Let's, let's talk about your eye kit because this is something I told I'm you. Li- I, 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 I hinted at you earlier. I had a little segment for you that I talked to Trail about. He wants me to bring up. Oh, God. The Trail can't be with us. We today. all three wear contacts, right? Yeah. yeah all three all of three us. Yeah. I, have a, I have a problem. I have not been able to figure out how to put contacts on in the dark or without light. Yeah. Or in the dark without a mirror. Yep. We, we dealt with that in Wyoming. Yeah. It's a problem. Yeah. So I'm just committing to glasses. So I'm going to be, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to put my, oh, I got these little like athletic Oakley looking glasses. I meant to bring them today. And I'm going to glass. Wait, what? Yeah. Like I have to, so morning glass. Uh-huh. Oh, that's, I'm gonna, looking through glass with glasses on is such a nightmare. Dude, I, there was times in Wyoming where it took me 30 minutes yeah, to get we my contacts in and we were burning daylight. You bring a little poly pocket mirror. One of them little tiny flip I the, need the little the, oyster I need, looking mirrors. That's what I bring. I need natural light though because if it's in the dark and my, my, my headlamp is in the mirror back at me, I can't you hang, see it. Hang the headlamp at the top. There's a little thing at the top that. of your tent. Hang it there and then you yeah, have your little yeah. poly pocket mirror and it's that's what I do. I will, we were trying to use his phone at one point. Like, you flip your, you know, flip the camera around. He's a front-facing camera. Yeah. He was trying to use that. We were trying to shine some flashlights in a different angle to get it on, so you could pop them in. Huh? And a That's couple tough. times it put us twenty minutes behind the morning hunt, and it's stressful, right? Morning's always of better course. than evening. Yeah. So I'm like, if I, I will try to do the contacts. If not, I'm going to commit to glasses until that morning hunt's over, and then there's no stress. Yeah. It's like when there's full daylight, I can put. What my, if you pick up a bull right at first light? I'm going to kill it with glasses and look like a stud. Oh. Oh. If I shoot a bigger bull than Brady with glasses on, is that an extra? That's got to be something. To look through a scope with glasses on is giving me so much anxiety. Have you tried that? No, I haven't. Okay, that's a problem. We're talking about breaking in boots. You should probably break in your glasses situation on some Should I start wearing glasses at the range? Yeah. That's a problem. I know it's a problem. To look, I don't, know, I don't do. know what it is about me. And I know some people do because some people wear only glasses. They don't wear contacts. And I know some hunters that are like that, and they're really good hunters. But for me, to have glasses on and looking through glass, is it is just not possible. I can't do it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give you a little thing. So where I find it difficult, so when I go to the, the rifle range, you know, the public rifle range, where you have to wear eyeglasses protection when you're shooting a rifle, I'll have to put my rangefinder up to range something. And it's so hard for me to see through the rangefinder. I will cheat and drop my glasses down and then put my rangefinder up so it's closer to my eye. It's actually hard to hold the rangefinder up to your eyes, same, similar to binos. Like I used to have glasses way back in the day and hunted with them and putting your binos up. Sure, you can adjust your eye cups and all that, but it is a totally different feeling. I know. Something it's, you have to get used to. It's just I didn't have glasses in Wyoming. At least that gives me something. Something from the morning. So you'll put, you'll put your contacts in the middle of the day? I mean, ideally not. But worst case, yes. Okay. Like where I can, where you have natural I can light at least hike. I can get somewhere. When there's natural light and I can put my phone with the camera turned around in like a pine tree, I'm buck, I'm money. Huh. You know? It's this this weird angle. It just never practiced at home. To me. Yeah. At home, it's, I'm always looking straight at You should practice at, me. at home. I should. I need yeah, to train. Like, <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not the eye king. I am the no, move king and I'm, the undie king. I'm so new to contacts in, compared to you two. Like I've, I'm... Yeah, what, three, I could. I could probably in? pop a contact out and literally like, just push my eye down and drop it. In I right could do right it right now. now. You did that in Wyoming. You showed yeah, me. I literally could take a contact out right now and put it back in. Oh no way! It's a whole thing. We'd have to stop. We'd have to. I, huh. <laughs> but th- but this is something. You go practice. This is an train. important discussion. You know? It's it's a, it's a it's a, I have some anxiety around it. 
And then the the reason the main reason I bring hand sanitizer isn't hand sanitizer in is for my contacts. I'm not trying to get an eye infection back there. This, this is the discussion I had with Trail. We were Trail was uh he was saying, Oh yeah, Porter was calling me the whole time you were moose hunting, asked me all sorts of gear questions, started talking about hand sanitizer. He's like mm. he's like, Do you bring hand sanitizer? And Trail's like, No. Like, what do you do with your bloody dirty hands? He's like, just rub it on sagebrush, grab some aspens, rub it around, grab some dirt, hands are clean. I wanted to find that as clean. And so I was like, Trail, I should explain my reasoning to Porter. Like, I have contacts. I need contacts. Every day I'm popping them out. I have dailies. So I just chuck them away. Never have hand sanitizer. And I was like, what I do is just spit on my hands, rub it around, hands are clean. That's clean to me. <laughs> Dude, you need to. Is rub, that uh, doctor certified is clean? I've never. Uh, knock on wood. I mean, here's, there's no, like, you're not, you're not clean back there anyways i understand what you're saying like yeah. i'm totally good with it but the amount of eye infections that can come from just random stuff and i have really bad eye allergies so like my i don't have terrible allergies where people like sneeze and get like the the whole flu mm-hmm. and cough symptoms and all that stuff i get really watery eyes i have mm-hmm. i have, like my eyes are the main thing they itch and burn and i have like more eye allergies and if that's on my hands when my contacts are on all that and i put them in um toast okay that could be something different yeah because i don't i don't have that you also should clean your hands if you're touching your eyes that's just my it's just my two cents just the, my the, two the, cents. the only time i ever get nervous is when i kill a bear or i kill some mountain lions oh. and then i have that on my on hands. your hands yeah okay it's that that kind See, of the eye the eye is it the should. portal the eye is the portal to sickness yeah you don't have kids but when your kid comes home from school and has a little bit of cold and he just gives you one of those surprise attack sneezes right in your eye Guaranteed, you're, you have what he has. Guaranteed. Mm. It might, is that not true? Hundred percent. The eyes are I was, like I don't. Even, I don't mind breathing in his sneeze. If he gives me one of those surprise attacks right in my face and it gets gross. my eye, I have what he has. I go take a shower right away. So are you guys carrying a bottle of hand sanitizer or like hand sanitizer like wipes? Just oh. a little bottle. Just, Just a little, little tiny, tiny like travel yeah, bottle. A little tiny. I literally only use it for contacts. That's the mm. only reason why I use it. I put that on my hands. Let them dry, and then I go from there to contacts, and then I do that, and then I'm, I'll never touch it again for the rest of the day. What's that weight? Two ounces, three ounces? I don't it know. might even be less than that, honestly. Yeah. 100% hand sanitizer. I'm, it was you and Omar or somebody. That was your pro tip. And then yeah. Trail's laughing at me about it. Well, Trail, trail was laughing for a trail while. Is trail is called them earlier. Trail is trail. Oh, there's man. just certain. There's, he there's, wears contacts too? No. Trail does not wear contacts. Look, every. Oh, Everyone has a cross to bear of like little things. Mine is my eyes will get so irritated and like I, I protect my eyes. Well, he doesn't poop in the backcountry either. No, he does not. Is that public? I, I didn't trail. Break that, yeah, did I? he's a Navy SEAL back trail, there. Trail no, can we, go literally. I think it was five or six days when on the hunt I did with him. Yeah. Once. yeah. So if you don't do that, I mean, your hands probably yeah. his body he's freaks out when he travels. Yeah. No it's poop and, and and no contacts. He's probably all right. Oh, he's good. He's <laughs> no. good. Yeah, you should you should practice that glasses thing I know, before you go. I, know. It's, I would definitely try to look through your scope before you shoot. It was a problem in. I mean, the plan is to definitely have contacts in. It's just like what I don't want to do is be. You start getting in a bad place where it's just I'm in a bad angle and it's dark and like in the. Maybe tent. You start dropping contacts too. You're oh, then it becomes a whole thing. Dirty. I got to bring extra. You've been yeah. wearing them for so much longer though. How is long that? Time. How 15, is that a thing? At least fifteen years. I don't know. It's just I only at home go right in the mirror like. 
when I'm when I'm like truck camping, it's so easy. You just flip down the mirror. And yeah. It's just in the and when I'm backpack hunting, I learned with you and then with Brandon that like it's a like a couple days. Like a couple days is fine. And then a couple days I was like I was just on a bad run and I kept trying and failing and trying and failing and I'm like and then like the sun's coming up and then I'm like I'm missing the morning hunt and then I'm like. Yeah, so I'm isn't like, I gotta have glasses. Isn't there something like in like a makeup kit or something like that where they have like little flip up things that might have a light built yes, into it? Yes, it that's what I brought. But it's the angle. Like you're in your little, you're on your knees in your tent. Oh, and the ang- yeah. go outside. So outside when there's daylight, I'm good. No, no. So go when out. the camera, I put this in the pine tree, but the reverse, and I'm like, perfect. When it's like this, it's this. That's just like really awkward for me. First of all, problems. I, I have mean, such it could be a. Worse. Wake up, put, have your glasses on, get all, get ready for the hunt, get out of your tent, walk outside, put your phone on a pine tree, and have Nate have his phone light like this right over you. It'd That's be what, just like the car. It'd be just like the truck. The, yeah. The thing, too, I'll throw out there is if it's snowing, if it's raining, you need to get all that rain, snow on your eyeglasses if you're trying to glass in the that morning. That is a backup like, I had no backup. So it's like, we're, we aren't okay, going yeah. anywhere until these things get in. Yeah. Remember that one morning? It was like, it was, oh, it was, it was, getting it was like 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, all right, Porter, like, freaking. So yeah. at least the glasses just like, is a, yeah. it's definitely not plan A. Okay. Yeah, Kai's worried about you getting a bunch of you know, moisture in your glasses and now you can't see anything. Fogged and, up. He's yeah, all fogged up. <laughs> I can't see anything. <laughs> the windshield wipers with his fingers yeah. going back and forth. Dude, how badass, though. I'm in, I'm in some straight up like athletic Oakleys, freaking behind a big old bowl. Trophy pick. Some like cool. basketball goggles. Yeah, like they look like that. I look like a nerd. Because I want him to like. Horse Grant, isn't that? Horse Grant. Yeah, yeah, Horse yeah. Grant. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Hmm. Anyway. Hmm. And the other thing, so you, you have asked Brady a million questions. You've asked Trail a million questions. You've asked me maybe like a hundred questions. Well, I was talking to you about this in your office too. Everyone has their own way. Everyone's different. Right, it's like how I eat and how I train probably wouldn't be the best for you, and probably wouldn't be the best for Brady. But it's really good for me. It's like it's one of those things where everyone's different. Everyone has their different style, and when you ask all those people their backcountry styles, it starts to like manipulate yours, and you start to change stuff that you do. Yeah, that works for you. Why would you change something that works for you? I don't know. I just like to hear. I like to, you know. I learn. <laughs> Like I ask a lot. That's how I learn. So I just get different. So I, I ask like five people. If like four or five, you say something very similar. That's that's a good one. I just haven't done without llamas in a couple of years, right? So it's just a different setup. Like I'm really got to actually con- con- care about weight. Dude, with llamas, I mean, it's like a traveling hotel. Yeah. So it's great. It's amazing. So anyway, but so the gear, I definitely have some gaps. I got to tighten up. But from an e-scouting standpoint, from a planning standpoint, from a logistics standpoint, you are I the, am the I'm gonna, Oh gosh, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna take away the boot king from you. I'm gonna take that away. That was self-proclaimed, like you said. <laughs> he did I'm, take, I'm gonna take that one away. You heard it. But I am going to, that power. But I'm going to give back yeah. to you the logistics and planning king. Yep. No one plans and prepares the logistics side of things the way Porter does. No he, one. He knows exactly. When to stop for gas? Which towns have the best breakfast? Like he has it. He knows. He knows it all. He and, knows he, it and, all. Even, and even on his e scouting, when he was showing me his e scouting plan the other day, he has so many waypoints already marked. Yeah, 
and he has so many backup plans and they're legit plans legitimate like, plans and he knows already exactly made, distant distance to get in how uh, many hours it's probably going to take him to yep. get in and he knows which one glass. going to first and second and third and this and that and it's like none of us put that much yeah, he none is, of us he put is that all, much his hunt plans is money you want to hear it yeah describe it okay okay so my unit's decent size right okay i have nate you know coming in from wyoming nate the great nate comes over here right i'm going to colorado so he's over here scott and i are coming in from vegas we leave in two weeks i can tell you like per hour like where we're gonna be so we arrive the hunt opens on a saturday it's the Mm -hmm. first rifle right opens on the saturday we are driving over we're gonna leave here like three in the morning on on wednesday excuse me wednesday it's pretty far drive right we're gonna get there in time to evening glass nate is going to get there earlier because his drives a lot less there's two spots that we need to confirm that we have access through private to get to this area. So he's going to confirm that midday. And then he's going to check. The two, the two main areas are completely away from each other. He's going to check this pocket that we really like Wednesday night. Scott and I are going to check a different pocket we like a lot Wednesday night. On the south side. On the south side. Completely different parts of the unit. We're going to meet up in the middle of the unit. Thursday morning, we're going to go to... He's gonna uh, he's gonna go to there's this big big canyon we like he's gonna get up on this knob and glass it from the south up in where the where he, where he doesn't have to pull in quite yet so that angle we're gonna do the same on our other like area that we like a lot from the south side look in and then we're both gonna pull in so we're gonna both pull around and dive in Thursday mid afternoon he's gonna dive in so Thursday night we're gonna spike out. Thursday night, we're going to be getting another, the other angle of that spot. He's going to get the other angle from that spot. We're going to do that Thursday night, move around a little bit in the same general area Friday morning. So by Friday morning, we will have covered three spots. He will have covered three spots. We will have covered three spots. So six total spots. Mm-hmm. And by Friday at noon, we're going to be interreaching each other going, you pull out and come to us or we pull out and go to you. With the plan on Friday night being on a bull, Saturday morning for the opener. Because the, the hunt's only five days. Yeah. So, like, scouting is really critical. But mm-hmm. there was, like, a lot of spots. And it's like, how do we cover it? And I thought that was the most he efficient has a, way. He has it broken down to Nate's taking care of the north. They're taking care of the south. Yep. They're hitting the pockets first that they can glass from the road. Then they're hitting what they're going to backpack in from the south side before they actually pack into the backpack to make sure there's elk in there and what's going on. Elk are very social, especially this time of year. So if you see elk, there's going to be more elk. Yep. And... uh so they're going to have the north side of the unit and the south side of the unit checked off before Friday afternoon. Yep. And what I also like, too. And it's like they know exactly which roads they're going to be yeah. on and where they're going to have cell service to call each other. And then they're going to interreach each other. They have the whole, the whole thing. And what I like, too, their plan is they're covering different aspects of the mountain. Yep. They're not all just glassing the north-facing slope or west-facing slope. They're covering it from different angles kind of at the same time but being able to see everything that you might not be able to see nate can see it and so you'll really know everything there is to know about all these little pockets in different areas so you have a great game plan by the, like, m- I, the morning 24 hours before the opener we will should have like a really good feel for what's going on yeah so this is why too it's also fun to hunt with porter because his hunt folder that he's going to share with those guys is already super dialed super detailed coordinated no, no good waypoints color coordinated yep all dialed we have like a you know Porter twenty twenty three elk folder and Nate keeps like dude you keep adding waypoints every time I check it there's like all these new things mm-hmm. I trace to like 
the route for him to hike. Well, you and I were doing it the other yep. the other day, like exactly where to pull in. We were looking at what meadow to cut through. Yeah. Yeah, he's already even like he was diving in the other day. We were looking at satellite imagery, trying to be like, all right, we could go. He can go this way, or potentially stay in this like trail area that might save a little bit of time, but it's going to be a little bit longer. Or you can cut through all these meadows and avoid all this big blowdown timber. Like trying to mm-hmm. figure out all that stuff and dropping tracks on both places. Like maybe this other place is a better area, or maybe on the way out we should check out this area because it could be quicker. So that way later on we can come in that area like dialed. Yeah, like super that, dialed. That's the that's the shit. That's why you're the logistics king. Because, like for me, I I mean I'm all about having spots and all that stuff. But like as far as picking a the track I'm going to hike in, I'm, uh, I'll just get there. Like oh well, this yeah. is where I'm going. I'll figure it out. I'll just get to the top. <laughs> you know, like whatever way possible. Well, and from our unit profile, I got in touch with a member, an insider who had hunted the muzzy in this area. And so we were sharing some information, things like that. That was helpful, too. You're a talker. You develop good plans. You get... I did not reach out to one person for my New Mexico tag. Not one. And I should have. Well, if, you, if you're, like, obviously we need to protect, like, our spots. But if you, if you, if you give a little to the community, a lot of times the community gives back. And it can – a lot of it's not like, hey, give me a pin of where a big bull is. It's like, no. hey – is this road open or not? Like no. any like we've talked about it with trail a lot. It's all about what you hit the ground with too. So like if you do get lucky and somebody puts you in touch with somebody who knows a lot about the unit, you always start, right? Like this is advice that we've given on the podcast before. You always start with, "Hey, here's my hunt plan. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm going to hit. This is what looks good." And you run them through the entire game plan. So they obviously know that you put in a shitload of work. But if somebody just – all I would have really needed in New Mexico was somebody just to tell me, yeah, the road system is shit unless you have a side-by-side. There, it doesn't right. even matter for you. Mm-hmm. If I would have just been told that, I would have been like, oh. I need you know, to bring okay. something. I need to, yeah. I need to potentially figure that out. And that's a completely different plan. Totally like, different plan. From Vegas to New Mexico, pure pickup truck or trail, yeah. you know. Yeah, and I would have ran him through my entire plan, and he would have said, yeah, that's not going to happen in your diesel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And instead I found out. And you only get one fall every year, and you only get one. nothing is worse than like you get there, you have this whole plan, and then it's like day two, and you're like, none of this works. You're on no. plan, G, yeah, you yeah. Know? And that's why I feel like it's really great too. You're not putting all your eggs in a one basket. All you guys aren't going to one spot and be like, all right, you glass off the backside, I'll glass off here. Well, the backside you might not be able to glass off because there's a bunch of trees there. So now you're all yeah. going to glass in the same spot anyway. Why you all need to glass in the same spot? No. You really don't. You should be moving around because you have multiple people like you're covering the unit like you're supposed to be covering get a feel for it right away and that's mm-hmm. the other thing too that you and i talked about in your office porter is like i know the the, the hunting campfire is fun and being with the boys is fun it's so yeah. fun and it's like that is part of hunting for sure that's part of it and i don't ever want to take away from that because it is one of my favorite parts for sure but like it's not supposed to be a frat party because you're there yep. for a reason so like mm-hmm. if you guys are traveling you are doing it take advantage of that campfire after you kill something and everything's situated, don't be, you know, not everybody needs to glass from the same knoll for the first two and a half days. Like split up, spike out, go solo, and then take advantage of the days that you do have in hunt camp after that. Exactly. But not a lot of people or, you know. It's two days we'll be Don't separate. want to break up the frat, the frat party. Right. You we'll know? be separate two days, but the it, we're doubling our intel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to know what kind of comfort things you're taking in the mountain. 
Are you downloading some podcasts, downloading some tunes? You got oh, some yeah. Netflix downloaded? Like, oh, yeah. What is Porter taking in the mountain to watch in your tent at night or I will to have, decompress? I will have um, Netflix downloaded. I'll have podcasts down, downloaded for sure. What Netflix? I will. Oh, is this like, a normal thing? Do you do this? I, I solo hunts I do. Huh. I, I, I listen to podcasts a lot. Because I don't have time, a lot of time to listen to this stuff in the real world. So I'm out there. I'll listen to a little podcast for a little bit. Remember yeah. when we were in Wyoming in the teepee and it was just dumping rain or snow or whatever that, that day of the storm? And I had, I had Chris Rock on uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. comedy. I was laughing my ass off. Made yeah. a day go by. Yeah. I mean, I work out to music and, all, and I love listening to podcasts. But for whatever reason, every time. I'm like outside in the mountains. I don't I like I've tried it before, music or whatever, and I don't like it. I like the silence, I like the sounds, I like only I'm talking only at night. Yeah. Like glassing, you should be focused on glassing. You should not be listening to music. It's the whole like mental side of glassing. Your mind can only be focused on one thing at a time. You should be focused. Yeah. But or even like the hike in, I can't listen hike in, to music. No, not even that either. No, no but I'm no. talking just just at camp. That's the only time. Like I bring a book. I read a book sometimes at night. Huh. I just lay there. If you're getting the weathered stars. in, like in Canada, what are you doing? You got to have lay there and look at the stars, look outside, watch the storm. Okay, you're you're just snowed in for an entire day. You don't. It's have, happened to me. It happened on my. And you just uh, sit there and look at the, the top on my, of the on my doll sheep up. The, your tent, you just look up and you just stare? I'll watch the storm, watch the clouds move, just kind of oh, peek my, my head out, go back, look head. at old pictures, old hunts, like pictures of my kid. Yeah. Like, that's that's what I've always found myself doing. I mean, I would download it. Why not? These things don't take up that much room anymore. They've, like, they're so compressed, the files now. Like, you can have, like, 10 I feel like Netflix. I'm cheating on Mother Nature when I do that. You, you know what we had in Alaska? What? Moose hunt? We had a projector. What? Are you yeah. kidding me? No. We projected it on the wall tent. What did you watch? We had a bunch of comedy shows that Lampers downloaded. So he, he learned this tip, tip, I believe, from Kime, film guy, and about little, these little mini projectors. It's, it's tiny. It's maybe a little bit bigger than your phone. About inch thick. USB just charges it. And once it's charged, you can just plug your phone into it. You have the app on your phone, and it'll whatever Bluetooth over or whatever, and boom, projects under the wall tent. That's pretty cool. Are you kidding me? No. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I have photos of it. It, it's, it, was actually, it was actually really cool because we're all there and it's a wall tent. You know, so like that hanging out with the boys by the campfire, we had a stove going, we're cooking fish that we caught. And once it got dark, we'd project a, a comedy show on the wall tent. That's really cool. So it, it was. I mean, that is cool. It, but it feels like it just feel like you're cheating the mountains because yeah, you're, you're, like, you're taking crazy technology into the most remote place. That's what I do at home is yeah. I watch, you know. But it's also a cool atmosphere to be like, hey, we're, we're chilling back on some cots right now in a wall tent. Fire's going. It's raining outside. So you hear the wind going still, but you're laughing a little bit, trying to yeah. keep quiet, you know, because you're hunting yeah. still, but you're watching something projected. And if I know Lampers tent. like I think I do, he probably does that so he doesn't have to talk to you. Yeah, we, Lampers and I don't have, <laughs> you know don't, I mean? we don't talk a lot. Yeah. Both of us together. That's yeah. why I love Lampers. Like, yeah, him and I could just, we could just sit. That's amazing. So a little pro tip. That is a pro tip. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. If you need something, you could do that on a hunt. 
But again, cheating the mountains a little bit. Yeah. Not sure how I totally feel about it. You said, oh, so you said luxuries, uh, hand sanitizer, baby wipes, um, my pillow, which isn't too crazy. Um, that's not it's, ramen. Ramen. Yeah, one ramen. Food, the one, I, one food item. It'd be like the, the something something you look forward to every single day, like when you're eating, maybe even. I love Starbucks. You know, coffee or whatever coffee. The stir coffee. It would be Starbucks. You call me. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Not Black Rifle. Stir, I knew you were going to say that. Black Rifle. Whatever. <laughs> stir coffee. Yeah. On the mountain, it lets the day day go by. You know, at noon. You know, you got Bluebird, but it's like cold. That's nothing. Nothing mm. better than that. That and top ramen are the treats for me. Mm. No pesto though. That's my. That's I one, I bring in pesto chicken. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I mean, but not a jar of pesto. Not yeah. a jar of pesto. The jar of pesto is so classic. Pesto. You know, bust out a glass jar of pesto. Yeah, from the, carrying the llamas. You remember on that hunt? You were like, "I've never eaten this good never ever this. in the mountains." <laughs> like, we're making. I was making the salami. Uh, I had tortellinis. Tortellinis, yeah. Oh, tortellinis. So crazy to me. We ate like kings. Yeah, we did. So crazy to me. Uh, you want to hit him with a promo? Yeah, we should definitely do a promo. Uh, we're in hunting season, but right now it's crazy to think about that. We're also thinking about next year already. I am. Trail and I were talking a lot about this, trying to figure out our plans. We have a lot of, you know, there's still a lot of leftover tags too out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, December 1st, you got like Idaho tags, you got Arizona tags. So like now's the time to really start even looking at filtering 2.0, finding your plan for next year, starting to research things, starting to go into point tracker, updating your points. That's a big thing right now too. You have all these states you have points in, Updating point trackers, everything goes in your insider account, draw it's filling 2.0, and start doing research right now for hunts. Or trying to find these leftover ones you don't have a hunt in November and you badly want to go hunting, well, still away on insider. So use promo code podcast. It's going to get you 50 points back to the going gear shop. That's $50 you can spend. A lot of things you can do there. And go hunt maps. Mm-hmm. Get access to that at all time. We just uh, recently launched Topo on our new go hunt Which is exclusive badass. Topo That's on mobile. Badass. Yeah, the new topo is incredible. Yeah. So get yourself an insider membership and go hunting. And topo's online and offline. You know what's crazy is like the last year or so, you know, when people that are like newer to go hunt, they just think of us as like a mapping mm-hmm. product now. And it's, it's it's like maybe we're too good at marketing, like the map or something, yeah. but it's like. No, we suck at marketing. That's been a common theme on here. Well, what everyone thinks of that, and like, yes, we have a great mapping product. That means we product. suck at marketing. Okay. We have a great map. Yeah, that, if exactly. If we were good at it, they would know everything. The reach, like, where tons of people join for many, 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 many years and still do is for a research product. Mapping is like what completed it. But we don't map- need a map unless you're going hunting. Correct. And we are good at showing people how to go and where to go hunting. And the map was like just the to help them. Hey, you have a tag, here you go. But yeah, we suck at marketing. Otherwise people would know the front end of what I just said. That's and good not point. the back end. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it, it's been a common theme on here. We admit to it all the time. We're really shitty at marketing. We, we need to figure that out. Cause it's, yeah. it's like people don't understand, but it's such a great entire suite of tools. Yeah. Like oh. All year round. And then when you show someone, mm-hmm. they're just like their mind. Yeah. It's, it's even right now I'm having this conversation with my brother. Like, you know, we have, we have tags, mule deer tags in a, in a sweet state. We're going to go a lot of areas in what that state. state? Chile. Yeah. It's in Chile. Chile? Yeah. 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 
Okay. It's on the but coast. It's like, like so, the so coastline you of Chile. Maybe you draw a tag in Colorado, Montana, wherever it is that allows you to hunt multiple units. Montana, is that, where you're, is that what you're talking about? No, it's Chile. Chile. Oh, Chile. Yeah. But like, right. you, there's still a lot of research you can do to narrow that down. Like, I'm still trying to narrow it down where I'm exactly going to go. So I'm diving into filtering 2.0. I'm looking around, looking at maps, doing public land, trying to get some you know winter, winter areas on there. Like, I can overlay so much data and still try to narrow it down, even though the season's a month away. I'm still maybe looking for maybe a potential better area, something new to try out. Maybe I go back to my old spots. There's so much data available to me mm-hmm. at all times. I can sit up at night instead of watching a show on you know, YouTube or Netflix or Which whatever. you do in the backcountry. It's true. <laughs> I could just, just be point research- that out. I could be researching. Like, it's literally at your fingertips all the time. 100%. I can always plan. And you know, like, uh, I've found myself checking a few things even since I had this, when I drew this Colorado tag, is looking at, like, how many tags, so you understand your competition, mm-hmm. right? There's not a ton of tags. Um, and then you look at the tags in the previous seasons, and I'm de- looking down the unit profiles and looking at what other members have said about which seasons they've hunted. So, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, the research is not just a when you apply type no. of thing. You need to be, there's so much data there that helps you in season, going into app season. Then once you have the tag, like, it's, yep. it's a complete end to end solution for sure. Yeah. Or things that you find from literally this year while you're hunting. Like, I have a couple of things in my head of like, oh, I've never hunted, I'm hunting elk here. I've never hunted deer here. What I'm seeing, I should, I might want to look at hunting deer here. Yeah, and so then you're like, oh, when are the deer tags? When's archery? What are the dates? How hard is it to draw? That's a common, that's a common theme. Hundred percent. That's what happened when we were in Wyoming. Yeah, right. We were on a deer hunt, Mm -hmm. seeing more elk, seeing way more elk. Come out. The first thing we do is, hey, how do we hunt elk in that area? And then, yeah, I went back the next fall and And yeah, smoked two bulls and two two bulls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, A lot of power there. Well, we're doing something a little different on this podcast too. This is a this is going to be Porter's Gearless podcast that we are going to put on the now tack on to the end of this what we're discussing. And uh, he's got some pretty interesting things and interesting choices, and we press him on why he's doing those things. Um, but it's definitely going to be better if, like visually if you watch it. Um, but that's what this podcast is going to be on the back end of this is Porter's Gear List, which. From what we went through on his gear list, Brady, what is like the number one thing that sticks out for you? Ooh. Did you guys learn a lot, first of all, during that? I questioned a lot. You learned a lot. Like, you, <laughs> like It was fun having the banter side of it. Yeah. I mean, his, You got some pro tips, though, from me? Yeah, I got a lot Figured. of pro tips, yeah. A lot of undie discussions from the undie king over here. So back to Lorenzo's question, your number one number takeaway? One Positive or negative? Just one that sticks out. Like, what's the one thing that stuck out to you? Uh, I'm just looking at his sleeping pad and wondering why he needs such a giant sleeping pad. That's a that's a big one for sure. That's a big one. I, especially he has a 15 degree sleeping bag. He has, you know, some long johns. He has some down pants. He has all this extra gear there, and yet he's bringing this giant sleeping pad that takes up half his backpack. It's insulated. Yep. When he has all that other stuff there that he could just wear if he gets kind of cold or put that underneath his sleeping pad or something like that. But yep, it's interesting. Can you check the weight on my? It's the what is it? The Neo Air. Yeah, the Neo Air. You have the the 
um, X-Therm. He has the Mac Daddy They're one. beating me up. I mean, it's big, Cody, but can you tell us the weight? He has a Mac Daddy one. What stuck out to me is his layering system. And that's just still in my mind. Badass. Just, you know, interesting, questionable. It, but that's what stuck out in my mind. The, yeah, the, the cotton shirt thing. I yeah. I understand the cotton shirt thing because I still don't. One pound do six it. ounces. Why? That's pretty heavy. Why? It's pretty heavy. <laughs> I need I need that's to look triple, at maybe a, that's triple what is I brought. It, is that right? Yes. You guys are you guys regular or long? Is there? Can I get another insulated pad? How much weight can I? Yeah, save? you take the yellow one. The yellow one's like the X Therm the, the light X, or X-Lite. something. X Lite NXT. Yeah. Is that what gonna be? Is. That's gonna be sub pound. Yeah, but you're gonna mm-hmm. sub like. Which, who cares? Yeah, it's a little bit noisier. I do sleep on that one. It doesn't bother I, me. I, I fully am. The pad is, is questionable. The thing is big. It's heavy. It's a little bit of a luxury. I went, I went with that one because of the 15 degree. But whatever. I, I hear you there. That's good feedback. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other um, takeaways? What were no, you just what, what were you saying about the cotton shirt? Oh. It just blows my mind that he's wearing a, a cotton t-shirt mm-hmm. and then has a merino over said cotton t-shirt. That only touches his elbows, forearms, and Yeah, because he doesn't wrist. like it touching him, but he yeah. touches up there. But yeah. still, like, you're wearing a bad... He's talking, about te- he's talking about technical gear earlier. Yeah. Okay? And he's using cotton, which yep. is not technical. At all. He was making fun of me about using leather boots because they're not technical. <laughs> and now he's wearing a cotton shirt and then throwing a technical piece over it. You're just defeating the whole purpose of that merino. Yeah. It's not able to pull the moisture because the moisture is just going to sit in your cotton shirt yes. and soak you. And then what's going to happen when he gets on that knob? Freeze. sweating, he's going to freeze. Yes. That's a dangerous situation. Dangerous game. That's a bit dramatic. And you're not bringing an extra. It's not, is it dramatic though? Or is it real? That's not dramatic at all for a mid-late season hunt. Especially at elevation, it's not dramatic at all. Isn't there a synthetic shirt you could wear? He cares about you. He doesn't want to see you in the top of the Yeah, it's all, it's all from You care. can only talk if you agree with me, Cody. <laughs> That's worse. Isn't there a synthetic piece you could wear? A synthetic short sleeve shirt? Something that breathes really well? Like a, That's what like I, a lightweight running shirt that has a lot of air holes in That's it? That's what I would do if I could. Silk? I don't know. Something else besides cotton. I don't even know if silk's a great example. Cross that off. You know, many, many years ago, you got me into hunting. Yes. And you taught me about the t-shirt game. And now you're moving the goalpost on I'm not moving the goalpost on you. I do it because I have to. I don't have a choice. If I could wear a Nike running shirt or a whatever, I would. All right, let me ask you a question. But I can't. I've always, always had a t-shirt below a merino long sleeve for a decade and never had issues. If it ain't ain't broke, don't fix it. I didn't know you... Well, it's not, never it's not just you that. You never asked. No, you no, don't no. care. It's not just that. It's the layering that then you are going over the top with that. That's what like made it stick out to me. That's what made it stick out to me, where it's like, why don't you just fix the layering instead of instead of this? You're talking about the approach or this or that? Yeah, it's like all one and the same. It's like, yeah, what, what's it's the because point? it's the first time I'm ditching my soft shell. Which so is, like, I'm kind of trying to figure out what what the plan is there. I used to always go merino and then soft shell. Yeah, so you go merino and then that circ light. It's the same shit. Yeah. You don't think I'll be cold in just a t-shirt and the approach? That's a that's a personal question. I don't know. I don't know. But I can tell you if I didn't have to wear a t-shirt, I wouldn't. 
but I have worn a t-shirt my entire life because the only thing that won't chafe me on my Latin armpit is a cotton t-shirt. Merino. And the other thing too is I have to wear a size large and it looks like I shop at the Baby Gap. So then I wear something over the top of that because I need it super tight in my armpits and on my lats so I don't rub. That's my crossed bear from Accutane. I was thinking you'd change that material from cotton to something else. I'm just... I've you, tried and I can't. It'll get. I will get so messed up. I've never had a problem. I've oh. never had the chafe. I've listened to his advice that he forgot that he gave me a decade ago. I did not forget. And you asked me what I did. I told you what I did. I just and do, I still I do, do that. I've never had a problem. Okay. I feel I, I've done great. Never had any issues here. Merino boxers had to come out of the backcountry. I couldn't walk. Couldn't walk for a month. Couldn't shower. Was that was that was never the go-to. Terrible. So yeah. wait, wait, wait a second. You can't wear merino against your skin, right? I don't like merino against my skin, though. No. So what's your socks made? But out he like. Uh, hold on, he likes it against his, his uh, elbows and forearms. Oh, I love a good merino sock, though. I love that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Lonzo? Uh, sorry. Said, but he loves merino on his elbows and forearms. Yeah, his elbows it feels and great, like right here. Just on the arms. Just that. Just that. Have you fully committed to a, a merino like base there on your skin the whole time? Have you tried it no. for multiple days? Never tried it because I listened to my friend a long time ago. And he said, don't do that. So I didn't do it. And now he's making fun of me on the Big Hunk Guys podcast. No, this is this is the Porter special. He asks everybody what they do. And then he takes it as we told him to do that. So he asked me what I do. And I said, this is what I do. And this is this is what I like. And he took that as do this. You know what I mean? It's yeah. so like when he's asking everybody that, their process and their thing. And when he's asking them, do you do this or you do that? He's taking it as do this. Like I'm telling you to do this. That is not what I did or what I do. You ask me what I do and I tell you. I, I don't think this hunt that I'm jacked up about, burning some points, fired up about, is where I experiment. This, I would agree with that. This system has worked for me. Maybe it's dumb, but I'm going to wear my – I always pick a lucky go hunt shirt. And I like not a hat. make sure it's nice and clean. Well, I always have the hat too, but like a nice, a nice fresh tee. I usually do bring a backup, but – I'm concerned about weight. That's that's one of the maybes. I couldn't tell. And with the rest <laughs> of your gear kit, I could not tell you were concerned about an extra cotton t-shirt. <laughs> You're saying I'm going in heavy. <laughs> I, I am. I got a weight thing. Thought. That thing is. What's your over under on my setup as is? It's definitely over 65. You put your rifle on. Oh, I'm I'm saying it's 70. That's because you know hurt. he's not going to be at two pounds of food a day. Either. That's going to hurt. And he has those two giant water bottles. Yeah, you'll be 70. That's that's no. Look up the weight of the the Browning Max. I think it's like yeah, Xbolt Max long long range. It's gonna be heavy. I think she's like a. Have you ever thought about instead of having two Nalgene's carrying like a four liter drone light bag? That ladder. No, it's not a. Te- it's no, just a water bag. It's a water bag. Not I think we're bringing one of those for like camp, a camp water bag. But you can ditch the Nalgene, the extra Nalgene, and then just carry your water you're not going to drink in that bag if you find a little water source, and you can carry that to camp. Mm. Do you first? Do you ever? You drink two full Nalgene? Oh, I drink a lot of water. The rifle's eight, eight pounds, seven ounces. Eight pounds plus just my scope plus my scope. What's the scope? Three and a half. Probably. Some sub twelve pounds. I'm like, what? Barely. Oh, 10 and a half, 11. I don't know. I'm not touching that rifle. That thing's... Well, eight, 8 plus 3 is 11. It is? 
And that's not taking into account the ounces. <laughs> I went to Arizona State, not University of Montana. <laughs> oh, yeah. University of Montana is really good. Go Grizz. Uh, well, I'm not changing my rifle. I'm not touching that thing. You shouldn't. No. You should same, never same change. Same mentality as mine. You should never change what you, trust. what you kill with, what you find them with. Like that is why you're there. Pad is, is up for discussion. I can ditch one long sleeve. You think I need two pairs of socks for sure? I'm debating. It's a personal thing. Yeah, I don't know. If, it's, I, if it works for you, I'd say go with two pairs. Honestly, it's a personal thing. Let's go in heavy. Make Scott pack it. I just I'm a I'm I have a, no spotter. He's packing the spotter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer in what the, for the task at hand. The things that are directly best for that task at hand, don't even look at the weight. Just bring them. doesn't matter. Mm. Everything else, then you see what that weighs, and then that'll kind of dictate everything else. Yeah. Like, okay, where do I need to start shaving? Because this, this is what I'm using for the task at hand. Now mm-hmm. everything else is ancillary to that. You're That's down. why I like Brady's system. And it does make sense to me. Are we doing a big bull contest? We're going to make that official, huh? I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just looking at that nice hair of yours. What do you want to do with my hair? No, I'm just going <laughs> to. I told you. I, I don't know. Because you want it. That's what, you, that's what it is. You are growing yours out. It's starting to look good. Don't, don't, don't give them. Don't do that. <laughs> Actually, we could all start telling him he looks good and they'll just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, yeah. No, it's just we both have elk tags oh, at the same time. His tag's way better than mine, though. He has like a once in a lifetime tag, so. I want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great tag. Holy cow. His bar is so much higher than mine. Mine's like a general tag, basically. You just said earlier you burned a bunch of points. It's a big Colorado, then. Oh, am I? Uruguay Urugu- Urugu- tag. He's a big South America. Huh? You're going to hunt those Russian elk. <laughs> I He's going to hunt those I, oscillated elk, the ones with the blue heads. Yeah. You know? we, we both burned a metric ton of points. So we're kind of on the same barn. Nope, 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 nope. Did you draw? You were first turn in tag? Yeah. It was a, right? It was yeah. A, it was a yeah. turned in tag. Yep. That's going to be a great tag. I'm not going to see The same you. night as the draw when I was on a date. At like yeah. 11 o'clock at night. Oh, I remember that. Date had, immediately ends. Yeah, I, and I literally said, I got to go to the bathroom. I did not have to go to the bathroom. I want to check what that email said. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, Am I going to see you? Yeah, my, even my, after my, I get back? Uh, yeah, you will. Yep. I have an open sight muzzy. You have a rifle. You're Brady Miller, though. Yeah, you're, Bra- you're Bradley J. But I dialed this rifle in. So you, I'm hoping, I'm trying to help. you dialed your... Your muzzleloader in. Yeah. You're such a better hunter, too. But I'm not technical, right? <laughs> uh, my, boot, my boots will gain me some inches. They'll gain me some inches. Oh, they will? Okay. Yeah. You guys just can't give me undie king and boot king. I'm giving you king of everything else. No, not boot king. No matter what I shoot, I get to add 10 extra inches because I'm wearing leather boots. Yes. During the gear list, I listen to every piece of your feedback minus my undies and boots. And I'm sitting here saying, I will give you free advice. You just got to come to me. And I'm happy to share what I know. I go to you guys all the time for things. 
Undies? This logistics. Logistics? Logistics, sir. We gave you the logistics king. You did? Yeah. Yeah. I said it took boots away, but I gave you logistics king. I might take that. <laughs> logistics is a big compliment. That's a lot, that's a lot a of actually compliment. trying that's to kill an animal. I'll that's take that. Is that official? Can yeah. I? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. If everyone planned like you going on a hunt, they would be more successful, including myself. But I get fixated on other areas. I got to maximize my time away from the family and away from the office. Every second counts. Yeah. So anyways, the rest of this will be the piece by piece Porter's gear list with Brady and I giving some color commentary as he pulls things out and goes through things. And if you like this, this uh, version or like this new thing we're doing, let us know and we'll do more of it. Yeah, we definitely want to so, hear your feedback on it because it, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. I had fun. Yeah, it was fun. And this is a, this is a new, new thing that we're trying. So obviously if we're trying something, we don't know if we like it. So you let us know. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate the invite. And enjoy. And hopefully I kill Big Bull and you guys will invite me again. Either way, we're inviting you back. I got to really? hear, hear this. So We're more or less just going to be the toxic table, though, and not offer any, like, real help. Yeah, just it's going to be really fun for yeah. me. It's uh, going to be great. Tear okay. you apart. All right. You do like to eat really well. That's why you like the llamas. Yes. Yes, I can't take my jar of pesto. Oh. I can't. This is definitely, I'm a little bit outside of my comfort zone for sure. So we'll see. So, um, all right, let's start with my rifle so that I can get it off the table and out of the way. This is my baby, my absolute baby. So when it comes to weapons, I am a fan of keeping things consistent when you like something. It's like if you play golf, you have a driver, even if it's 10 years old, if he goes down the middle in 300 every time, don't change. That's my strategy with weapons. He grew up playing high school golf. No <laughs> team sports, just high school golf. I've, so. had, I've had this thing for four or five years, and I absolutely love it. It's a browning. Keep my honest here. Yep. Um, long range uh, with the McMillan stock. Browning X Bolt Max, Max long range. With the McMillan. No, Browning no, stock. Just Brown stock. Browning okay. stock. Um, and then I have a Leopold 25 Power Mark V on top, which I love. That's a badass scope. I it love is. this knob here. Um, I'm, I got to have a knob. I'm a big knob guy. Love this scope. I got my system in my. Uh, Suaros around my neck, which I'll show you when we get to optics. My bubble, which you convinced me about. Check your bubble every uh, time. A very bad shot and miss on a really, really big general bull in Wyoming a couple years ago, which stings. And um, if I had. This is all about the bubble. No, I had no bubble. Um, but two months later, when we were in Nevada, I smacked. Uh, that's true. I had the bubble. On that uh, you one. had the bubble then. So, uh, absolutely love this rifle. I appreciate you. You have scope caps on front and back. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. One point for me. Yep. One, but I have to deduct a half a point because we were shooting with you the other day, and I noticed your turret is not reset down to zero. <laughs> he's gonna go, I love that Brady just noticed that. He's going to go shoot, and he's going to be like, oh, I have to go to 5M away, and he's going to crank it past and go one more rotation full. I yeah. love that you just noticed that. That was fantastic. Keep me honest here. We're, we go to the range a lot. We were going to go again. We were going to go well, again. No, 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 no. You got me there. Oh, yeah. But... My group at 900 yards was what? Phenomenal. Tight. Like, you had like a sub eight inch group. If you like didn't it was, film it, it was didn't well happen. below at one MOA. <laughs> didn't film it, didn't happen. All right. Oh, so. we filmed it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> now he actually can't talk shit. Yeah. So, yeah, he's become a really good marksman. He's actually getting controlled, doing everything he needs to there do. There you go, Pesto Porter. I mean, I have the ability, you know, we have an amazing relationship with Browning to get 
rifles, but I am a guy that when I have something, I mean, if your group's like that at 900. You love that 7mm. Um, if I did get a new one, I'd probably go to PRC or 28 NOS, but mm -hmm. I just, that setup is, is amazing. Just shoots. All right, so. Are you going to wear that cute corporate watch when you hunt, or are you going to wear something where, different? Where should, no watch when I hunt. I love where that. Where should we <laughs> He's go? wearing his cute corporate Dude, we, watch we're right We're like now. a minute in, and we're yeah. getting, okay, got it. It's so cute, though. It okay. just, it matches so well. Got it. Okay, so uh, clothing, where should we go? Or sleep system, get that out of the way? What do you think? Yeah, what, what backpack are you taking? Because this is here. a lot Let's, of shit, and I want to okay. see what backpack you're taking. Yeah, I actually haven't put it all in the backpack yet. That's where I'm concerned. What backpack you take? I don't leave for like two weeks. Okay, so I still have... Yeah, plenty of time. That's why the importance of a gear like list, a, though. This is like a rough draft yeah. roll call thing. Yeah. And now you're, when you get done, all the stuff should go in a box, so you have everything already dialed, and you can Correct. go through your checklist again. 100% yep. agree. So we'll get to the backpack, but it's, it's uh, 6,900, I believe. Stone Glacier, yes. season 900? Should be okay. Uh, okay, let's do sleep system real quick. I am running the uh, two-person Stone Glacier tent. It is, it is a hair on the heavy side, but it's bomb-proof, and there's a good chance we'll get some weather. And, you know, we're camping at 10,000 feet, so I just, I'm going, I'll sacrifice an extra pound and go for a, a really well-put-together tent. Comments? I would agree. I really like that it has a very large vestibule, so you'll be able to store a lot of your gear and keep it out of the elements, there which is go. key. And then since it's a two-person, too, you can also store a bunch of gear inside with you. Yes. Also key. Uh, pad, I'm going Thermarest Neo Air uh, insulated. That is a giant pad. A, that is a giant pad. It's a big pad. It's a big pad. You guys were trying to get me to take this out. I might take it out of the bag a little bit. We'll see you should definitely take it out of the bag. I got my little... Uh, you should take that Light out of the bag, pillow. too. I'm going to take this out of the bag, for sure. I was going to put this in here. Okay. But you should put this, both of those in this, your sleeping bag. This is... Your like, sleeping bag is a bag. It's I in like the name. I to be organized. It, what did you say? Put where? Put both of those out of those bags and in the sleeping bag. That is a really the good sleeping tip. sleeping bag is a bag. It's in the name. In the sleeping bag? That's not going to fit. That, that way you're eliminating uh, extra bags and, and kind of bulk bag. in a way because you, you can wrap it up inside of it. in the bottom of the bag and then you roll your sleeping bag oh, up. My, my sleeping bag's over here too. Wait. Sorry. What do you... How am I going to get this pad and my pillow in this? In my... You're talking about the bag, obviously, that it goes in. You can take your bag, lay it I out flat, and then take your sleeping pad, lay it up flat, and shove it on the inside of it. And then you can kind of like roll your sleeping bag up, and it's all kind of contained in one thing. I wouldn't put your sleeping bag in a bag either. Your sleeping bag is a bag. No. That's giving me anxiety. I, I, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with Porter on Too this. much just what the? stuff. Too much stuff. Classic Lorenzo, by the way, you taught me. I remember you at my house before my first backpack cut. You were the one that said, hey, I like nice organization. I do on dry certain bags. Things. So I get to camp and I have this and this. On certain things. That's and I've definitely grown now. up because it's so much extra weight for no reason. But here's since he's not carrying a stove, though, that is like a lifeline. So I, me, I don't want to have a chance to get that wet in my backpack somehow. And then now your sleeping bag's wet. Sketch. So yeah. I don't put a bladder in your sleeping bag. We'll I'm, ta there. I'm talking about stream crossings yeah. or am, anything random that might occur. I, right. I, I agree. That's a good point. I got to have this in a bag. That's crazy. You just stuff that in your backpack? Mm-hmm. The nice part about doing that too, though, for his for Lenzo's benefit, is it does fill up a lot of those air pockets in your backpack. Correct. And so you're able to 
filled with voids. So you don't have a big chunks, chunks, and all of a sudden you could like shove things in there. That's why I always get made fun of like, oh, Brady, all he does is shove everything in there, but I'm trying to fill air pockets mm. to ma- maximize the space yep. so that I'm not just, my backpack's super tall. I can and get, get it all really compact. Bag as tight as possible tight, so it doesn't yeah. move. Keep a tight ship. Looks okay. good. Um, sleeping bag, Stone Glacier, Chinook. Uh, Chillicoot. Chillicoot, excuse me, 15 degree. So I thought about zero degree quite a bit. I actually had one bought and then returned it for the 15. I just, I'm worried about weight. As you can see, I have a lot of stuff. So um, I went 15. I think it's like five ounces lighter than the, than the zero. Um, I went this good tent. I figured it's fine. So I'm and, going and with the 15. You have a really good sleeping pad too. The insulated one combo with that is kind of like a zero bag yep. with a lighter weight sleeping pad. So yeah. I think you're pretty good. Exactly. Okay. All right. Um, so that's the sleeping system. Do you really like a pillow? Got to have a pillow. Got to Doesn't squirt out? It's like two ounces. No, no. my pillow does not squirt. <laughs> Mine does. <laughs> I'm too tall. All right. Let's go. Should we get into clothing? Or should we get into... You want to knock out... Let's knock out optics. Okay. So, I brought this out, but I'm actually having my buddy pack it in. Smart. So, I figure... It's Nate from the office, mm-hmm. my very good friend Scott, who you guys know, and our camera guy. But so if you look at the three hunters, I don't feel like we need three spotters. Definitely not. No, so not, not for an elk hunt. Two spotters. Again, I'm worried about weight. I'm going pretty heavy on my sleep system. Um, so I'm leaving the 15s at home, which stings because I love 15s. But I'm just going 10s around uh, the neck, and I'm going to have Scott packing the spotter. Smart. Okay. So And so with that, since not, I'm not packing it, I'm borrowing your 85. Mm-hmm. I'm 65 that I'm leaving at home, um, and I'm bringing your 85. So get a little bit more beef on the glass. Don't tell Scott. Um, it's another six ounces or something, I think. Um, bino. Uh, bino harness, marsupial, it's the bomb. Um, I kind of, if I'm not in, like, dusty areas, I actually prefer. I noticed you got a new bino harness, and you didn't get the enclosed. Everyone likes the enclosed. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit. Unique, I, would love, I, I would love to know the reasoning. I just think it's... He just I, likes to know his binos are still there when he yeah. glances from the side. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> less material, so I love this. I love this. It's just less material. And, um, I mean, dusty, air, like dusty, like desert hunting and like off ATVs and stuff, dust is for sure a problem. Weather-wise, though, it's really not too big of a concern. I've always had this one. I actually just got a new color. Um, I have uh, my 10s. So I've EL ranges, 10s. Um, I would love on this hunt to have 12s for sure. It's a perfect 12 setup, yeah. right? Because I'm going off my um, tripod um, a lot. Um, I have this new, remind me of the name. Asiac? Asiac, yeah. So this is the first time I'm running this. Everyone in the office swears by it. I'm really stoked about this because um, it comes with the plate basically, right? Yep. So it's Arca Swiss compatible already. Yeah. So you can just slide that right in there and then you tighten it down. You can glass right off so it. Everybody swears by that. It still fits in the bino harness around 10s, which is really sweet um but i love having on a rifle hunt my rangefinder in my binos i'm a huge believer in it i just it's one less thing to have and i love being able to just be glassing and just figuring out how far things are mm-hmm. and i click on that it tells me my moa um it's a it's a it's an amazing system so for rifle hunting i love that so i'm sacrificing you know not being able to run 12s to run this to have my rangefinder in my binos do you pack an extra battery? Great question, Brady. 
Yes, I do. <laughs> impressed. I am impressed too. I thought you were going to say no. Got my little lens cleaner. So you got lens cleaner in there. I have the little Go Hunt earplugs that come with like all of our branded apparel and an extra battery. My man. Two points, Chris. You're gaining some points. One point, Chris. No, I had one earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah you did. But I deducted a half. Two total. So you have one and a half points. Yep. So here's my optics tripod. Brand new. I'm super stoked about this. I don't know the weight, Brady probably, or Lorenzo, you know it. This is stupid light, though. Yep. Stupid light. Like, that is... Yeah. The this, is what I'm, this is what I'm bringing on my sheet button. Yes. So, I know the panhead weighs four ounces. So exactly four ounces. And a little handle here. I kind of dig the handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty smooth. Super light. I love it. I love it. So this is the Tricer, which model? Tricer BC. BC. I mean, it's so compactable, so tiny. Mm-hmm. I do like, too, how the legs fold out opposite of normal. So you have the thicker legs on the bottom, which is more kind of natural for a lot of people. A lot of people will take those skinny legs and put them out, and that's going to add, you know, deflection when you're glassing because that's going to be shaky a lot. So now the thicker legs are bottom first, so it just makes it easier to set up and be Love. stable. Love that is a nice so, little difference. Mm-hmm. Stoked about this, and that is my optics setup. Do you want to talk about with the optics, your digiscope system? Oh, yeah, good point. I have the all-in system, which is fire. Anyone who hasn't tried it. You definitely have young kids. Huh? You definitely have young kids. Why? Fire. Oh, yeah, that's what my (laughs) nine-year-old. I sound cool. That's my point. (laughs) Um, So it's just so slim, Mm -hmm. and it snaps on. Um, there's a lot of good systems out there, but this one, for me, I think, and for a lot of us, is, it just is, works. As good as it gets. A um, couple of those, other, I just, I've never liked the bulkier ones. I mean, you had to use them; they were like the only ones, and they're they're great companies. But um, I love the slimness, and it just snaps, and you don't have to worry about this. All right, so it's an all. That's my all-in system with the spotter, binos. What else? Save this gear, save this. Let's get into apparel. Here well, we go. We can go, here we can go. We can here go, we go. We can go. We can go boots first. So he's, you he's guys, scared. you guys are really way more knowledgeable hunters. You've been hunting a long time. You're way more knowledgeable with gear than me. But there are two areas where I actually absolutely dominate both of you and everyone else in the office. And that is around underwear. I am the Undie King, and I am the Boot King. You guys kind of challenge me on this one a little bit, but you just can't compete with me. I will challenge you on the Boot, yeah. on the Boot I'm King. I'm the Boot King <laughs> and the Undie King. You guys have every other category, and let me explain why. I think long and hard about my boot setup. Set up, I break it in. I think about it. I will. Paired around boots. I will give you another point. You do very well at breaking in a new pair of boots. You will go on crazy hikes around Vegas here. You will wear them around the office. You do all sorts of things to get your boots perfectly ready for a hunt. And you try out different socks all the time too, like different combinations, what's going to work in that boot. You do a good job. The reason I am the boot king and the hunting king is my very first backpack hunt with Brandon years and years ago. We had to pull off the mountain. You're going to think I'm soft, but it's, it's, it's real. It's legitimate. I had the worst chap ass, and my feet were cut up. I didn't break in my boots right, 
and I wore merino. I just can't do merino on the undies, and I'll go on and on about why you shouldn't do it. And I literally, I'm walking out of the backcountry like this. Waddling out of the backcountry? <laughs> when we got to the hotel that night and showered and, and drove home, Brandon will tell the story where he just out of nowhere starts to hear me screaming like a little girl. It's because I'm in the shower and that hot water hits, hits that chap area. It is painful. Huh. I, wasn't the, I wasn't the same for like a month. <laughs> so I break in, break in the undies and break in the boots. So, and the, and the thing about the boots too, especially on this hunt, is like I was really torn about insulated or not insulated, mm -hmm. insulated or not insulated, insulated or not insulated. So generally speaking, when you go insulated, like I have a 200 gram um, <clears throat> pair of scarfs that are that are broken in. It's what I ran last year on our deer hunt. They are they tend to be bulkier, and this is going to be a really physical hunt, and so. You know, we talk about you, the more, I like the more synthetic boots that have um, just a little bit more like athletic feel to them. And you give a lot of that up as you get into insulated boots. Um, this is, there's, you know, I looked at um, some of like the, uh, which of the scarf was with the yellow laces? I love those. Mm, I can't um, recall. You're a scarf guy, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I like scarfers. Uh, and I like Slaylos. And the Slaylos. Uh, Rapages. Yep, Rapages are a really good boot. But um, on this hunt, like they just, uh, I wanted a little bit more, a little stiffer, a little bit of a bigger boot. So these are the um, Hanwag, um I know they're the pros. These are the um, they're the ones with the mangrove macro combi pros. We'll try that over again. Can can you tell me what it is? I honestly don't know. It's the ones that like campus ran. We all ran. Not Mocker awesome. Combis. You it have, is, but it's, it's you updated. You gave me a pair of these. Yeah, I can't wear Hanwags. Oh, yeah. so so it might be yeah, it's Mocker Combi Pro then upgraded. That's yeah. Okay. All right, so these are the Hanwag Macro Combi Pros. Pros. I believe, yeah. So those oh, the other ones with the red laces, they replaced them with this, and they have two colors. Uh, I like these a lot. So you say that's more stiffer boot, in stiffer, your opinion? It's like a, yeah, I think it's a four out of five. Can you see that? Um, it's not super stiff. Just give me one. Want to try it on? No. Are you kidding? I can't fit your little baby feet. Size 12, baby feet. Okay. Decent. I love this boot. So they're fully broken in. They're ready. Um, Non-insulated. So, yeah, here's the gamble. So I am worried. Uh, so we're, whatever, 12 days out. What's your extended forecast look like? Yeah, so I started, you start getting into that, like, extended forecasting in town right which is three thousand feet lower than we're going to be camping it's like you know a high of 54 low of 32 kind of thing mm -hmm. so you know it could it could it could get chilly um i'm gonna go i am a little bit worried about my feet being cold but i figure i'm gonna go the thicker darn tough sock mm -hmm. the thickest one um and then i'm gonna go um the stone glacier gator which adds a little bit more uh, insulation as well, and I think I'm going to be all right on that setup. I love that you're bringing gators, by the way. You got it. I absolutely love that. You got it. Add some insulation, protects from mud and water. I think it's a must. Yep. I learned that the hard way, I think. I think our Wyoming hunt. Is yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's a fairly, that's, a, that's a fairly good setup. I'm just gonna, I just want to ask, like, what, what, what is your hunting style going to be like to complement these boots like if you're not insulated me means you're gonna be kind of hiking around a lot more yeah maybe not glassing as long because sit down glassing for long periods of time me personally my feet will get cold then if i wear non-insulated sitting in snow i am yeah so if i am 
on a windy knob and we get some snow weather, I am I'm gonna be cold. Yeah. That's the that's where I'm rolling the dice. Now if it's like bluebird and fifty, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm gonna be Are you the type of person that your feet get cold though? Or easy? Ish. I would say like I don't run hot or cold. Okay. Like average. So you're you're probably good. I I do remember our Wyoming hunt and some other cold hunts. Like you've always been fairly good with Less insulation or no insulation on your boots. Yeah, so my I, feet are the first thing to get cold. Like, very first thing for me to get colder, my feet. My feet were super cold on our tear hunt. And I had 200 fans. But that, one, that was, really that was cold. beyond cold, that though. Was super cold. A couple of those mornings alone. Yeah. Eight. Um, our Wyoming hunt, we were like camping in snow. In like, snow. We were fine on that. And that was yeah. not insulated. I had the uh, Salewa Wool Church or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is what I'm running. And. Um, I'll which sock? Oh, the, I don't know which which radians. It's the thickest darn tone. The twenty twelves? Are these the the over the calf hikers? Yeah, I think it was the over calf ones. The two yeah twenty twelves or the heavyweight over the calves. Yeah. So the thicker sock I figure compensates for non insulated, so we'll see. Just one pair? Depends on the Last like a last minute edition, maybe you might throw I, another pair in. I'm worried about weight. You're not that far from the truck. I would bring your insulated boots and have them in the truck. I will. I will, especially if we go from if we go from one spot to another. Yeah. I will. I will bring them in the truck. Uh, I would. I'm planning on one pair of socks. I'll have backups in the truck. Um, we'll see. Because like the thing you can always do with one pair of socks, like I get that question all the time. Like it's got on my moose thing, moose gear list. I, if I if they're wet, I either have a stove with me. If I don't have a stove, I just take them off and put them in my sleeping bag. Yeah, yeah. they'll dry off in my sleeping bag overnight. Yeah. They are, it's pretty easy to rock one pair of socks. Okay, I am running Stone Glacier Para, which I like a lot. Um, you want to start with undies? Let's start with undies again. We'll go from the boot king to the undie king. The Saks Quest is what I run. There are others that you can run in this category. I am a super anti-Merino undie kind of guy. Why? You hike, you sweat, you sit down in glass on, on that like swamp booty. Yep. Chap ass just waiting to happen. I was hoping you were going to give me the motion of what you do when you have a wet ass with Merino. Yeah. The oh, itchy oops. butt. Yeah, the itchy butt. Like That's the thing. It's yeah. just gross. It's gross. I always wonder how that became a thing. Like, because it's such a known thing to it itchy d- butt. It happens to everyone. Yeah. I and swear like, it does. How did it become a thing then? So weird to me. And we sell a lot. I mean, Sika makes one, Stone. I mean, a bunch of people make those Marine Boxers. Somebody's buying them. I, it's not me. It's maybe <laughs> YouTube. It's Cody, our camera guy. So Yeah. You don't get itchy butt? He doesn't hike. Do you hike? Yeah. Why don't you get itchy butt? I think it probably depends maybe on sometimes either maybe moisture in the air, the terrain you're hunting at, like the season, temperatures outside too. Like, But when you're exerting your body, you are sweating all the time. Like, uh, no matter what. Yeah, no matter. Early season, late season, you are sweating. And this just, where, where you know you're going to be safe is just, I mean, look how breathable. You can literally see the holes. Mm-hmm. So you gotta just you just got to have an escape for that sweat to really be risk-free on a chat button. You like those more than a, what is it, kinetic or? 
So because those are like Attic a, is my go-to, which is the little thicker, the black one. Yeah. Yeah. So I love those for a gym. Like that's my like lifestyle gym. Mm -hmm. I, I wear those a lot. Yeah, but that gives you more breathability. Yeah, they don't breathe okay. as much, and you will get a little little bit of that chat booty in those if you wear them for like multiple days. This is the safe bet. I always love advice from the Undie King. Just go, come to me. Come to me. Okay. I know you're more experienced than you know, a lot of things. Undie, you ain't though, bud. Just come to me. All right, um, let's go pants. Okay, I'm gonna make a game time decision between uh, the Havilon Light and the Havilon. Um, little pro tip here for you. I know some of you guys think maybe they're a little baggy or this or that. Take them to your tailor. Spend 12 bucks and get, get, get them tailored how you want. So I've got these tailored. Nice. I'm. So not surprised you took those to a tailor. I'm not surprised at all. And I'm just, I'm not willing to spend that time to go do that. Do you think I'm the only person who's brought in stone your pants to my tailor? In Vegas, yeah. <laughs> so um, I am going to do a, uh, the Stone Glacier Helio Zip-Offs, which are absolutely fantastic. Um, it's actually a little bit thicker than some of the other ones out there. It's a little shorter, which I actually like a lot because my sock comes up to like right here. So I like it a little shorter, and you obviously gotta have, if you're if you're running bottoms that don't zip off, it's like get with it. It's 2023. Like if you have to if you have to go and take off your boots to take off your long johns, you're just you're just you're just torching yourself for no reason. So because I'll have these, I think the lights are possible. A little bit more athletic feeling, less material, but if it's too cold, this is this is light. I mean, because this is actually their standard pants. Relatively thick. Yeah, it's for a good late season hunt. So Measuring. yeah, game time decision. I do. That's another good tip. So I'm gonna bring them both. I will right now. If I was forced, it would be this setup. I'm gonna go safer, and I would hike in. Big feature that I love on the stone pants are a couple things. This this little system they got here is really good because when you got a heavy pack on or you know you've been hunting for like a week, you've lost some weight, cinch that down. Right? You really don't. I still run a belt, but I don't think you really have to. Um, but the number one feature for sure is, dude, this. This is just unbelievable. You hike around there, and you just let, let some air flow in there, right? It's too, it's too long of an opening for me. It's where you get weird shit down the side of your pants. Well, if we're nitpicking, if we're nitpicking, I would love to see them do the opposite. Because I want it, I want it up here more than down here. You're right. If you go, if oh, you, yeah. that I see what you're saying. Yeah. Because what he's saying is valid. You get especially when you start getting into like oak or something like that. But it comes in here. It yeah. comes at your. It comes at your uh, yeah. calf. It's not coming up here. So you want to go like this, but I want the opening here, not there. Yeah. Either double zipper or the zipper reversed from the bottom to the top. Exactly. It should definitely be reversed. That's yeah. A good, that's, a, that's a pro tip. Do you ever adjust the? You, you heard that from me, bud. Well, <laughs> do, you, do you ever adjust the contour waist, waist belt system where you can, you can make it shorter or wider oh, yeah. right there? The little Velcro system? Yeah, so... So you modify that in the hunt? Exactly, on the hunt. So you go, I think that makes it yep, tighter. Make it tighter. This makes it... You, you hiking like that, you start losing weight or whatever, dehydrated or whatever, boom. Because that is also a very unique feature of all the Hovland pants. Yeah, so I'm a huge fan of those. The air, that you got to have the air out. Um, so great pant. Zip offs is amazing. Okay, this is the first time I'm running 
think I'm the pant king because of the undie. No. Because of the because you air out, it reduces. If you don't have the air out, you're gonna get sweatier here, and you got a merino boxer. You're almost guaranteed. To oh, have so yeah, he is doubling on the air. He's got the yeah. sacks with a lot of air, and he's got the hobbling pants, a lot of air. Got yeah. All right. So you don't want to experience what I experienced in Colorado years and years ago. Okay. Um, let's see where are we at. Um, let's go upper. Okay. I'm just. I know you're gonna just have a field day here with me. I've saved this for today since you told me yesterday. Well, when I when I showed you yesterday and you looked at me super weird, I was like, okay, he's got something up his sleeve. <laughs> okay, this is what I'm going upper. So I go t-shirt. Yeah. Okay, I tuck it in. Okay, I tuck it in. Cinch my belt. I wear, this is like the hike in. So this is a, is a really light, um, it's the Merino, Stone Glacier Merino. Um, really light. I'm not a big Merino guy. I do like a Merino here though. Um, there is some benefits around Literally odor. just on your elbows and arms? <laughs> That's all I that just, Merino I is just, touching is your elbows and arms? Well, I don't like it next to skin because it's itchy. So you, you, when you so said why would you wear Merino? I don't like, maybe I don't like Merino, but I like this. If you are bringing Merino, why would it not be next to skin? Because it makes me itchy. Then why are you wearing Merino? Yeah, we need to go back here. You said you weren't a t-shirt. I thought you were meaning a long sleeve tee, but you're actually meaning that no, t like a t-shirt like I that. I wear a t-shirt. I so, don't, I can't have Merino next to skin. What is that made out of? Cotton. 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 No, it kills? <laughs> cotton. 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 Why is cotton killed? Cotton gets wet and it doesn't dry, doesn't dry out. Why can't I just take it off? I think you need to find another And then you're going to have to cotton. have merino next to skin. These are, good, these are good points. I've done this all and never had an issue. This is just, maybe it's just habit. I've always... You just, you got to think for your tricep, elbow, and forearm to be touching merino. <laughs> it's just, just that part though. Nothing else. I love this series that we're doing. Yeah, so, it's nothing else. I okay. really need to understand I mean, you why. You make good points, but I've done this system and I really enjoy it. It's never bothered me. The t-shirt getting wet has dried out. Okay. Like so, this like when I'm when I'm backpacking, like I will never. This will never come off. I will sleep in it. It'll be this and this, and it just becomes a part of me. My skin adapts to it. The merino adapts to it. It just becomes one. Oh, so the merino's meant for cotton. <laughs> I just, I just found that the out. The cotton merino combo is <laughs> yeah. where it's at. So it should be a cotton merino blend. This is where I had some decisions. I did think about the Helio hoodie versus our our, our approach. Um, our approach is a little bit more comfortable and a little bit lighter. So what I'm going to do is I'll probably hike in here, and then once I'm at camp, this goes on the approach. So it'll go t-shirt, my merino here, and my approach, and that will probably never come off. Cause it's a little colder, it's not early season. I, we gotta understand this T-shirt than merino. Just what like, what's the purpose, though? I'm not the only one. No, I can tell you what I do. I have a purpose for it, though. It's just what I've always done, and I, I like it. Um, I did, maybe it's I just a T-shirt. Go on T-shirts, like good luck. I don't know. I just want to have a T-shirt. I don't know why. I just want to have a T-shirt. My lucky T-shirt. And then this merino is just. I've always just had a merino long sleeve, nice thin one that just never comes off. Mm -hmm. There is definitely odor benefits to merino. Disagree. Well, you think it smells funky. Like a wet dog. Okay, that's when it's wet and then it dries, but there is... There is definitely odor properties. There's, there's definitely odor Disagree. Benefits. Okay. I'll disagree on the odor benefits. Okay. One point me or you? I just agree to disagree. Just draw? Okay. I just... I, they, it smells horrible. Okay. And then I am now. Are you guys done? No. There's still a lot to uncover. There's so what, much to uncover so, there. Uh, what's uh, so I I wear a t-shirt. Oh, when know. I was a kid, 
I was on Accutane for over 12 months. And Accutane is a bitch of a drug. And it's killed all... So I chafe horribly underneath my armpits and on my it dries out your right skin. Because I've never... This part of my skin has never recovered to like be able to um, like manage itself. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like the oil glands and all that right there. So I typically wear an XL t-shirt. When I hunt, I wear a large t-shirt because I need it tucked in tight right here so I have no rubbing skin to skin on my armpits and lats. Otherwise, I will chafe immediately. That's why I do it too. Okay. I bring an extra t-shirt because cotton doesn't dry and I will switch them out as needed because that's just that's what I have to do to be comfortable because my skin chafes so bad underneath my armpits from Accutane. It's been like that ever even since football. Back in football days, I yeah. had to wear a cotton t-shirt. So... And then I, so I wear a t-shirt, then I wear our approach hoodie, and then I wear either the Helio or the Ambient, sick Ambient. So you're because you're, saying, those two pieces are one and the same. Okay, so you're saying, I thought about doing, maybe this is just habit, I don't know, I've just always hunted with a merino long sleeve, and I've always had a t-shirt. Um, and if you have a t-shirt, you got to bring an extra one. It's just, it's just do. part of the I deal. I usually do. So that, it's just something I'm locked into. Wipes. I have a couple, like, I'm really hoping to be able to bring. It depends on how, I'm really worried about all this weight, which we can talk at the end on. Some people have their cross to bear. Mine is, I, I, it has to be cotton for me, but I have to bring an extra yeah. one because cotton gets wet and cotton kills. I might go this and then a Helio. Uh, so I'm not, it's the first time I'm not taking a soft shell, which is. I don't like soft shells. It's a big step. I know everybody I in approve. the office doesn't like soft shells. Um, I just, so we'll see. That's why I'm, I'm trying to figure out like my setup here. So I'm doing the Cirque Light instead of the soft shell. It is way more packable and way lighter. Um, warmth is probably actually pretty similar. Soft shells. Yeah. Soft I would say that's actually, warmer than a soft shell. You think soft shells yeah, are actually like sneakily not that warm. No, like, it's very true. It's I just, love the durability of them. Durability. You can, you can, through oak and you can lean back, back in glass and not tear up your down or whatever. Matter, right. Yeah. That's why it's a shell. This yeah, is a really, really nice shell. piece. But, but this, so I'm taking this, which I'm stoked about. And so I'm thinking this is fine, and then obviously have down. But I don't know. This is, so you think, you think I should consider leaving this at home, going with the Approach, Helio hoodie over? I would, I would either, I would choose the Merino or the Approach. One of those two. And I would do the Helio hoodie. Oh, then, okay. That's so you either hate the Go Hunt brand and don't want to wear ours, or, you know. <laughs> no, no, that's 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 valid. That's definitely on my maybe list. Um, need to take notes on that. What do you go next to skin? Either the core lightweight hoodie, or I just started using that new core merino one twenty hoodie. Straight next to skin. Straight next to skin. Yeah, that's. I can I can do merino next to my skin, no problem. On the upper body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Down must have down. I think Stone makes the bombest down ever. It's like. 800 filled goose down, it's amazing. So this packs down into nothing. Um, Grumman jacket, Grumman pants. I'll be interested to see how much I actually put the Grumman pants on. Like it's almost like a little bit of a lifeline. Part of like, if it gets super, super cold, we were talking about, because I don't have a zero degree, you can always do this. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you use those so much more than you think. You think? The first hour of glassing every day, you will have those on. I'll bet you right now anything yeah. you want. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 I believe you. And it's going to be nice too, like non-insulated boot with that over top. Yeah, it's not going to warm your boot up, but I feel like it warms that 
little area section, above your boot. Yeah. yeah, so the heat might transfer down yeah. a little bit. Right. That's my thought process when I've done it before. Uh, M5 rain gear. I like, uh, I prefer the 5 over the 7. The seven's got the fleece. It's a little bit more burly, probably for truly late season. The M5 rain gear I think is really good. It's lighter, more packable, and does the job for me. Um, when we were in Wyoming, I noticed that was my first time using rain gear a lot. Mm -hmm. It didn't rain. It's because we were hunting out of snow. Yeah, sitting in the snow. If you sit in wet snow, it's really nice to have this over your pants. Yep. Walk me through your color choices. Oh, I got I to gotta match on the mountain. I got I to gotta look good on the mountain. So you're not, you're not going matching top and bottoms? You're breaking it up? So you have an opposite color choice in the... Grum and, grum and top, and then the, yeah. the bottom pants, and then it flips for the grayer color top that's, with the tan pants. That's not on purpose. It's just, it just happens. Okay. To be. I was hoping there I was like a purpose. I like contrast, but it just. I was hoping because they're opposite. Yeah, no, I, I, I got you. It's just. Um, I'm, in, I'm in his head. These are the you are in his head. <laughs> <laughs> he's going right. to start questioning how he's going to look better and which color combo. Yes. So I'm surprised you're not wearing your cute watch up there, too. Will you shut uh, um, uh, I got my orange going beanie, my orange going hat. I'm running our new vest, which is actually adds a slight insulation kind of thing. I would think, thicker. yes, it's a little little thicker. It's not like cheap. It's actually really nice. Um, good placement. I ran this on my antelope pump, which is nice. Nice clip system. Yep, adjustable. Yep. Okay. Um, let's see. Gloves. So I'm gonna. Do, I'm probably going to take this net gator. I don't know if I'll use it. You think you'll use it? I mean, it weighs like nothing. Neck gaiters are honestly one of the things I used to use a lot. Then I kind of went away from them. Then I started going back a little bit. Now I've gone away from them again. <laughs> Don't let me make a long story longer. Okay. Or short story longer. Like yeah. I, I, I do enjoy them. Like on my really late season hunts that I do with my family, or I went to Tajikistan when I know it's really windy, if I'm expecting That's wind and I'm glassing, yeah. then it's going to be very valuable to sit down and cover that up. Yeah, you can always zip up your jackets and zip up your down underneath there. Get but you can put it over your mouth and stuff like yeah. that. And it's like, it's nice. When you do use just the jackets, it gets uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is a maybe. Um, I'm going to do two glove systems. So I'm going to do the, um, what are these called again, Brady? This is their new Putting me on the spot. Super nice. They're I can't the, remember. Um, it's not their mitt. It's their new glove. It's not the mitt. Mitt mm. it's the um, glove, but it's like, it's like super late season-ish. And then they have these. Um, yeah, pull those liners. They have these liners, which is dope. Right, and then you can put that in there. It's almost like a snowboard ski yeah. glove. It's nice because you have a shell and you have the insulation on the inside. And you can combo with other pieces too. You can put your thin weight ones in, in the there. shell yeah. a little bit, and you can cross yes. depending on temperatures. Or if it starts raining or snowing, that's gonna be great for your hands as well. Exactly. And what? Altimeter. altimeter glove. So there's the altimeter mittens, and then there's altimeter gloves. I'm going with gloves. Um, and then I'm going to do, I was, I always like to have a second pair and I was trying to figure out if I should do like just merino liners or what I'm going with these, um, for like at camp when you're trying to break wood and stuff like that, like a working, a working man's glove, working, working yep. man's glove. <laughs> um, let's see what else, uh, glassing pad, go on glassing pad. It weighs nothing. Just a little comfy. Use it at camp. Use it when you're glassing. You use a glassing pad when you're glassing. That's weird. Um, yeah, <laughs> you might find animals. Uh, the more comfortable they are, the more animals you're gonna find. It's just funny that he didn't lead with the go hunt glassing pad. Glassing pad. He talked about the use case at camp and not glassing first. I'm a big. If 
you've seen. You've big camp guy. Yeah, big camp you. guy. Gotta be comfy at camp. Camp is a bivy and it gets pulled every morning and you move. Uh, all right, the backpack setup. I just got this, so this is a new system that I'm getting used to. So far, I like it. We were hiking with it the other day and I like it a lot. It's the, what is this? I know it's 6900. Is Sky Talus? No. It's, it could be 6900. Um, Cody, look it up real quick, would you? You're um, supposed to be prepared with all the names. Know, that's the so hard many, part of these things. So many names. Yeah, that's the hard part you know, of this. Trying to give me a fill out the Google Sheet. It's, it's overwhelming. <laughs> six nine hundred those. I know it's the cubic inch. Six nine hundred. And there's the. Did you remember that because it's sixty nine? Six. No. You sure? Yeah, you know, because I. Sky Towers. I was right. Sky Towers sixty nine hundred. Um, I will give a plug for a brand we do not carry. I. I don't know if that's allowed. It's not. Well, I'm gonna do it, and you can cut it. But I love this Kafaru. Uh, rifle sling. It's like 20 bucks or whatever. I've had it for years. Brandon actually got it for me. I think a couple of these brands have come out with new rifle slings, but like four or five years ago, there was like no good rifle sling. Um, I think the system's great, so I've just kept it. But why? Why do you like having your rifle? Put that on silent, please. Sorry. Why do you like having a gun bearer system where the gun goes forward instead of on your backpack or a different rifle system where it sits vertically on your back. You think it's just quicker to access your rifle? It's more comfortable for the yeah. rifle being in that position when you're hiking around? Yeah, you're not in kill mode when you're, on, when you're hiking around? No, in hiking mode, I'm in hiking mode. Uh, I, don't, I don't tend to stumble on the deer and just shoot a little forky. Yeah, I'm still waiting for that to happen. I know, right? Well, not a forky, but like giant, I'm just like on a giant. walk on I, the deer. So giant. when I'm like packing in, the, the, the rifle will be in here, but when I want it a little bit more accessible, I still can hike really, really well with no. it, but it's sits in this little back thing and it kind of leans forward. Doesn't get in the way when you're hiking? Not at all. Track and pull use? No, it doesn't at all. That's the whole thing. I've never used it. That's why I'm honestly asking the question. And I'm not trying to no, no, throw I've anything. No, no, I've had this thing for years. It and is not I, as comfortable just having it locked to the backpack. You just got to be honest. What? It does kick your arm out. What? It's on your right it side. It really does. Your right arm has to be kicked out it a little further than normal. It's he, has, it's, he has bigger biceps than you, Lorenzo. Just admit it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You haven't yeah. lifted for a while, I can kind of tell. Deflating. Dude, last time you lift, it's been Deflating. Yeah. Um, it sits like right here. It does not bother me. It doesn't bother me. I love it. It doesn't bother me at all. It's a plenty good, it is, it is very, it's a very good option. Okay. But to say it's as comfortable as just locking it down in the backpack, I don't think you can say that. Um, I, I, any I, features I should highlight? I do have a thought. Okay, I see you have two giant Nalgene's, which I know you're going to touch in a little bit. Um, are you now, so now you're just going to your backpack. You don't have anything quick access to drink water or are you running the hose all the way out? I, I guess I didn't see the hose until I mentioned the hose, but I'm the hose. So I, I was running like a little holster, that's a little the other thing water bottle holder on the side. Usually these spots are taken. So yeah. usually my Nalgene will be in one spot. My tripod will be in the, in the other. Now this right here, um, right here is actually can be a really good spot for the tripod on the outside. And this is, yeah. I haven't had a backpack with one of these. That's, so a nice, that's, that's a nice spot. That opens up spot. So I might end up putting my rifle, like you guys are saying. Inside. Because I can put my tri tripod here and my nalgene here. So I'll play around with that a little bit. Questions, Cody? <laughs> do, do you have the rain fly I let you borrow? I do have the rain fly there behind stock. I, was... I know. I've been trying to get another one because that one has a hole in it. Oh, you didn't tell me that. 
No, it's, it's a very minor hole. Really? Um, I'm yeah. prepared, huh? The rain fly is in there. I love how he completely goes off camera. No, completely off camera. <laughs> like you could just drop it and chuck it underneath the table, but he goes off camera. Nice. He's staying organized yeah. while he's doing this. Now we get into the good stuff. Let's knock off a couple easy ones here. First of all, um, tracking poles, I've had these forever. Uh, the sissy sticks, I've had a bunch of them. I, I think they're all good. They work for me. I don't know any like crazy features that I like. You know, the tracking pole is a little bit of a tracking pole for me. Mm -hmm. um, they're light. So these electrons are good. Let me see that tracking pole. I'll tell you a feature if it does or doesn't have. So these are not hollow on the inside. So if you come across a trickle spring, you will not be able to dig this into the underwater, the underground water to create a better flow of stream because they're not hollow. They're filled. Yeah. Do you remember on Brandon and Nate's film last year? Nate, so did, Nate did that? I Sissy that. sticks are hollow and there are some other ones that are hollow, but I do think having a trekking pole that is capable of becoming a little spit of a trickle. That is interesting. I do have these, maybe I those instead. These do not. So I don't know, like paying attention to water and water availability in the backcountry, that that tube of a trekking pole can come in huge handy, like as seen in the film with Nate and Brando. And those ones are Did I see you guys filled. doing that in New Mexico and some of the clips? Yeah, I we did that so in New Mexico as well. And I, I have the legacy light poles, just the ones that I've had, but I checked with Omar and Omar had the CC stick. So I said, perfect. So you got the one that we can use. Yep. Okay. Let's go knock off a couple of easy things. Carmen in reach. So I talked to my wife and kids. Shout out wife. And kids. Kid and kids and daughters. <laughs> don't um, forget that. Where do you keep your in reach by the way? Cause I don't see you have a carabiner on there. I do not. I keep it in the top lid of my backpack. That'd be fun. Really? I always keep mine on my bino harness. That's just why I'm asking. I don't know if it's right or wrong. I hook mine to so the that top. way. If I get disconnected from my backpack, or if I fall and my backpack someone comes undone and I'm hurt, it's on me. Mm -hmm. To do some rescue stuff if I needed to. Well, I mean, it's supposed to be for safety. Sa so yeah. you want it to be on something that doesn't disconnect oh, from it. To me, to, to me, it's more safety than messaging. 100%, yeah. But, like, obviously, it's a really great feature to be able to message family and let them know you're okay. But, like, just a sa big safety feature for me, okay. especially hunting solo. It's like those old people SOS, like the button, and you can't oh, yeah. get up. It's one of those things. <laughs> those like, you need to have it on you. I will think about that. Um, goal zero, I think this is the 24. These are the small ones. Flip 24s. Flip 24s, two of them. Fully charged. And I'm wildly impressed with those. You, you said you got like two or three. Yeah, that's why you're using those because I told you they were, they were plenty good. Yeah. The, two, the 24s, I was going to go with the bigger ones, but I went with smaller ones. I'm very impressed with how, uh, how much charge capability is in one of those. I think they weigh like Pretty light. They're light. Toss me one. Yeah, and they're actually held one in my hand. Oh, so you can actually charge it right from there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. That's, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, these things are 
I was very impressed with the charge capability too. I am not packing this, but I want to have my friend Scott pack this. I feel like we it's always good to have a solar panel at camp, mm -hmm. but I got the gun, so I'm gonna make the one Scott. Yeah. You know, it's something you really could drop very easily. Well, my, he's gonna pack it because like you he's packing this and then my spotter. But like, what's the use case of that? What's the purpose? I mean, Ooh, we're we're going to have to, me and Lorenzo are not in agreement here. It's only a five-day hunt. Yeah, but I'm, it's eight total days of hunting. Five days, the tag is good. We're, we're hiking in. You're doing some pre-scouting. Two days early. Hmm. I don't know. There, But here's the thing. He's also filmed hunt, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. You can be running a lot of digiscope. You'll be using your phone a lot. Mm -hmm. You'll be recording bowls, 4K footage, that sort of thing. Yeah. Brightness is going to be up on your phone. Battery's going to drain. You're going to start going through a lot more batteries because of the digiscoping, doing a lot more probably. You're going to be doing a lot of night hiking, I'm, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. You probably have to charge some headlamps. Mm -hmm. Probably have to charge. You a battery or a charge guy? Okay. But you still, you might be using your phone a lot then for some mapping stuff. No, agreed. Like, that, that, like you'd be that, using, using a lot of battery power. Phone running out is a problem. Yeah. So, um, you do have multiple people, which is a benefit too. So if multiple people maybe had multiple charge packs, you might be able to get away with it, but it's just, it's that, it's the same thing as in reach backcountry peace of mind. You're leaving at camp every day, just charging and leaving one of these bricks, maybe it's charged against it. Yeah. Just another thing. It's another thing. It is. For his backpack, for sure. Um, black diamond headband. I'm not like super passionate about. There's a couple things they have to have for me. Like, I love the, the touch where it turns on. Mm. Gotta have the dimmer. You um, a big red light guy? I'm not a big red light guy. It's nice to have them. This does have a red light guy. You, you a big red light guy? Big red light guy. What do you do with red light? I just don't want my animals to be able to see me. Mm -hmm. So I turn the red light on so they don't know I'm yeah. coming to them or I'm leaving them. Yeah. Or on the ridge hiking in yeah. or whatever. Yeah. This does have the red light. I'm surprised you still use batteries. Yeah. Like the charging aspect, this thing probably takes forever. Uh, yeah, I would rather just pack in. So this has three batteries. Do you have a backup headlamp? Yes. Uh, is it you, also battery? You thought you were gonna no. get me. No, I'm asking. Is it also battery? That's good. I don't know. Let me check. Oh nope. No, that's a charge. That's a charge. That's what I. My primary is charge, and my backup is battery. Just in case. Just a little difference there. I was just there. gonna have this fully charged. This is one we're prototyping for. Our stuff, Lorenzo. Yes. Um, super light, simple for the backup. I'm proud of you for having a backup. Remember what happened on our Wyoming hunt? Yep. <laughs> Hiking in the dark with no headlamp and using your phone. That's not fun. Not fun. No one wants to be there. And our, all, all of our bricks were back at camp, too. That was another problem. Make sure you always carry a brick on you. Hey. Shout out. That was the hardest packout you've that ever was, had. That you was a brutal me. one. I told you. you said, I've had nasty packouts, porters. <laughs> that was bad. It was so steep and dark. Do you do you, do you remember what I told you on that pack out? All the little tracks of some animal I was seeing, and I didn't tell you guys. Yes. Yeah, all, the grizz, all the grizzly yeah, tracks. I was just like pushing them in the ground. You had Mather too, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do not say a word. Deathly afraid of bears. And our headlamp. Afraid of black bears. Yeah. Two of our, two of the headlamps were dead. Like I think I had the only headlamp that was viable, and it was very it was starting to blink as well. Mm -hmm. You've heard that story. Oh, yeah, I've heard that story. That's why I have the backup with batteries, just yep. in case. We're in the creek bottom. It's 1 in the morning. We have meat on our backs from his deer. It's 
one in the morning, Mather's headlamp's out, mine's out, we're using our phones. One in the morning, we're filling up our water, it's in this creek bottom, it's freezing cold. So dark. So dark. And I'll never forget, he looks at us, he's like, guys, like, we're still pretty far from camp, you guys just want to post up here tonight? Mather and I look at each other, we're like, no, we don't. I've been I, I around all night, but I'm not sitting right I now. haven't volunteered to start the fire and keep the fire going. But the thing is, too, like we were in super light, and that's the problem. That morning, we're like, we're going to go super far yeah. and go kill an animal. So we did leave a lot of backups. We left the backup headlamps. Yep. We left the charge bricks. Because you want to go just, light. Just that dumb yeah. thought that you have in your head that you instantly regret later yes. on. Mm-hmm. That is a that is an underrated thing. One is none underrated. is two and one. You think, you're, you think because everything's at camp, that's fine. But when you leave that morning, you might not come back to all. So I just camp. pull full camp every day. End up where you end up. Baby mode? Baby mode. Um, I am doing... So I'm going to do our ammo wallet, and I'm going to do 10 rounds, and I'm going to have three in the magazine. Now... Or I might take a couple... Like, I really don't think I need more than 13, knock on wood. How many rounds do you take, Lorenzo? So I'm a fan of... The bullets do the killing, right? And it's like the the failure process. So if you go through the failure process, you fall on your gun, you have to recite it in, you don't want to hike all the way back out to the truck, whatever whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I am a fan of having a full ammo wallet, and then I keep three, however many will fit in that side pocket of my bino harness, then I put a couple in my top lid, and then I usually have one in my pocket. And it's just like a, it's a system for me if I drop everything or if I'm using my Bino harness for a backrest when I'm shooting. I have that one in my pocket. It's like I have the I know where the next bullet is coming from. If I'm separated from my bag, if I'm separated from the ammo wallet, it's like it's a whole thing. It does make sense. It and is, the bullets do the killing. There's a lot of weight in ammo. There's a lot of weight in ammo. But that's the weight. I. That's what's doing the killing. Like that's what you're there for. It's true. That's like Brady saying. His gun's a lot of weight. No, that's what he's there for. That's what does the what purpose he's there of killing. For. That's why the weapon's heavy. Yeah. It kills. And look, do do I use every bullet on me? I don't think I've ever in my entire life, even when I was twelve, been like losing my mind on buck fever. I don't think I've ever used every bullet. Right. But it's just nice to like you have a system. If you're disconnected from your backpack and your bino harness, if you're disconnected from both of those, one in your pocket in the magazine, and the then. Let's throw another dark thing on there. What if you get injured and you need to go Rambo and pop that bullet off and cauterize that sucker? There you go. I mean, I saw it on TV. It's got to be real. It's got to be real. Got to be real. Dump that powder, light that thing, I'm cauterize. Gonna take, I'm not going to take more than 13, but I might take a couple out of there. 13s, you can't bring 13. That's a weird number. That is, can't bring that many oof, that He bad. did go right to 13. That's a weird number. That's a bad number. But there's 10 and 3 in the magazine. But That's why you put one in your pocket, one in your bino harness. Yeah. I do like having one in each pocket. I don't like two because they make noise. Yeah, you can't ever have them do that. One, just I always just have one well, in my I mean, right pocket. One in each pocket with three in the magazine. That's you're ready to. You're ready to go in case that's not near you. So anyway, um, I spent a lot of time on stoves. I asked a lot of detailed questions to a lot of people in the office. Paul I had Paul in our showroom with the scale out. I was geeking out about stoves. Cody behind the camera over here on our antelope hunt had the. Um, Optimus system, which was which was pretty badass. I looked at that. I looked at the stash system. This is the stash or flash? Stash. Stash, right? Yeah. The stash, and then I looked at our Gohan setup. I ended up going with this one. It was really close. I ended up coming down to our Gohan system with the pocket rocket. 
Um, and I ended up going with this because I was worried. I, I drink a lot of coffee. From a weight perspective, ours was three ounces lighter. So it was like, you know, splitting hairs a little bit. Um, you I, dropped a, you dropped five degrees, 15 degrees on a sleeping bag for five ounces. Uh, yeah, so. So <laughs> I'm just, just trying to understand the dilemma here. That's, if you're willing to drop that in a late season hunt for five ounces. It was, it, I was worried about canisters. So I really don't want to take more than two fours. And the nice thing is with that system, it does boil water really fast. Cause it's all like that flux ring on yes. the bottom this right does here, make it go faster. Ours doesn't have it. So if you, ours takes what probably maybe double the time to heat up the water. 50% more. It definitely takes it take, it, it, Maybe 50% It honestly longer. takes 50 more. 50% longer. Now, packability, the big pros I saw. So it was three ounces lighter. Packability was way better. Simplicity. And I'm going to be looking like a knucklehead or feeling like an idiot drinking coffee like this. And that one. Yeah, that Go Hunt mug is sweet. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, but I was worried that four, excuse me, two, yeah, two four-ounce cans wasn't going to be enough because I'm doing coffee maybe a couple times a day. I love me some coffee. You're packing your stove while you're hunting. Yes, absolutely. Like, that's like survival. It's like two things so that's, a, have that's three ounces less <laughs> yeah. every single day. What? It's three ounces less every single day if that's never leaving your backpack. Okay, that's valid. Um. But I ended up just going with this system. I like the lighter in it. I like the can in there. Now, it is bigger. It is bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was close, it was a close tie, though. You, it was close. You also have one more thing in there, inside of it. Got my little... Which is another cool feature about it. It's such a cute little function right there. Thank you. Know, open, open it up. Oh, you were joking? Yeah. Open it up. Um, the lighter? Yeah. Got to have the little lighter. I don't think they could see it. That's why I wanted to launch you to open it, but you can put but, it on top. So the, the can, I'm all about like... Things being real tight. I don't like movement. This thing snaps right into this lid. And then on top of that, you got this lighter. Yeah, because that's a a feature I don't think a lot of people know you could do. Oh, yeah. It's sweet. And so this snaps. And then you got... You're telling me... Oh, my gosh. Here we go again. I might... It's unbelievable. I might leave this at home. I might. I might. But, you know, they got the whole system. Literally, I... Those things are just filling up our landfill because they're pointless. They serve no purpose. <laughs> I'd rather save the roll than not have those be sold. Kind of nice. It's kind of nice. You it's like the snap good. sound? Is that why? It's not really needed. I mean, the okay. can also just sits on the ground. Okay. Brady's been giving me so much shit. Did you see that? I just did it. Are you proud of me? Yes. That's five points for her. Good. That's a big one. He's the whole right, we, we battled the whole, the whole scope video. The whole video. time when we were doing this with Paul, like, when you what were in are Mexico, the, he was so... I don't, what is the purpose of that? Like, why? I love how the can snaps on the legs. It just feels very durable. <laughs> I like taking the can and going, digging a flat yes. spot. And I know it's flat. Yes. What stove are you using? I use that. You use that one? Alaska, I took the Go Hunt one. And I wish I had that because I miss being able to render down fat and cook in it. The Go Hunt one's a little bit harder because it's a little bit skinnier. And so you have to dig down in there where that is a bigger surface area and it actually heats up faster. And so you can go to lower temperature for are a little bit Are you going to be rendering fat? That was, yes, that was. <laughs> you are. That was the number one thing about the Optimus is it has a fry pan. I mean, the thing, it's bigger. It's only like four ounces heavier or whatever. It's way bigger. And it is legit, legit fry pan. Like medallions. You're just. 
And that sucker does boil water fast from fast. what you, got, you guys said. Cody, Cody was making coffee on our antelope hunt. I mean, that thing. First of all, if you're fast. boiling water to make coffee, you're doing it wrong. You can't drink boiling water. You're just trying to get the water hot. It doesn't need to be boiling. Do you want Giardia, Lorenzo? Pro tip. Pro tip. Well, you put Giardia. clean water, treated clean water okay. in it. Okay. And by I'm the way, I'm just trying to make sure. And by the way, he's wor- hold on. If he's worried about fuel consumption, he's going to boil water for three minutes at no, a time. That's a so you have tip. two minutes of be- heat up, then three minutes of boil. That's five minutes of fuel time. You're putting clean water in there. Yep. And if you're boiling water for coffee, you're doing it wrong. One point, Lorenzo. You're going to have to wait 20 minutes to drink it. Huh? Correct. Heating up water. You don't need to boil it. Boiling doesn't. You just want it warm. You just want it hot. And you two are probably gonna make fun of me, but I don't care. First of all, the go hunt spork. I mean, a spork's a spork, but this is actually pretty sweet. I. If you're eating freeze dried meals, you need a spork. Have to. Yes. Better, I, better than a spoon. I don't eat them, so I want to be able to answer that. But the thought process of like chicken and pesto to be able to stab the chicken, I don't know. It was just a thought. Yeah, I think spork. What's the benefit of a spoon that spork doesn't give you? The only thing I can think of is there's those little tiny bits of food in the bottom of the bags that are sometimes really hard to get with a spork. And I like every single piece of calorie because I don't take a lot to begin with, so I need that last little bit. No. No. That is very Brady. <laughs> that's a, that's <laughs> a Brady time. comment. Um, but uh, I am packing it like this because I always lose my spork. Okay. Um, so do you have any comments? I would love to know what all your extra bags weigh. Oh, so you're going to give me shit because you take your sleeping bag and you just stuff it in your backpack, but you're okay with me taking it? No. If you're if you're dropping 15 degrees in a sleeping bag for five ounces, like what does all this other stuff add up to? Ounces equals pounds and pounds Correct. equals pain. Correct. Um, this is You could be less weight with a zero degree bag. This is a Lorenzo special getting into... Water. I am. It's the first time not taking a bladder. Can we so. do a slow clap for that? I'm really impressed. Uh, I saw you getting prepared for. It was actually your gearless video for New Mexico, and I was like, God, that looks badass. And then we hiked the other day with this, and I loved it. So um, it just it's clean, simple. Uh, we were out of stock of these, and actually, if we get them back in stock, I'm going to run two of these because it's four ounces lighter. Yeah, yeah the lightweight I, one. Is, this is, that was a real personal moment for me because I, I can't stand the way it looks. It looks so weird to have a hose coming over your shoulder. It's like, I don't know, just a weird thing, and then it can get in the way and it flops around. But I will not drink if it's not readily available. Like, I'll just keep hunting, and if it's not like, you know, like Omar had to keep asking, hey, will you pull my water? So I pull his water and hand it to him. I don't. I I don't know for whatever reason I'm too stubborn and I don't do that. So if I don't have a hose, like I'm just not going to drink, and then I'll screw myself for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. That's a I, that's a good point because I am stubborn, and even though I like I was asking him earlier where he keeps his Nalgene, I totally didn't see the hose, but I always have it on the little holster thing on the that side. That holster, yeah. And I do find myself not wanting to grab it because it takes so long to grab it, pull it out. Put Get it back, it back on in. there, and then my, everyone else I'm hunting with is already like, oh, I've already drank my water. They're already starting to hike again. Yeah. I'm like, I don't I? like the hose. I mean, if there was like some magical way to deliver water to my mouth without a hose, it'd be amazing. Why is that? The hose doesn't bother me at all. I don't know. It just looks weird. I don't Who know. Who cares? 
feel like, like I've, you know what I mean? <laughs> it just it, feels weird. You run it up through the loop and then you clip it. Yeah, but it's, it's just, just like right there. the look of it. It just, it looks so like uh, granola, you know, looks so. Have you heard Campos run this two of these? Yeah, he fronts one up on both shoulders. He's got one with caffeine and one with water. Isn't that like the little beer hat? So he had like yes. two beer cans and yes. it comes down in one? He's a big proponent. Two, Double wow. Um, I don't have my steri pin. Can we do a video with Campos on that? Because I want to see that. It's so funny. When he was telling us the story, I'm like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, if I need a hit of caffeine, I hit this one. Like, if so I need so water, I hit so this one. He literally has two hoses coming out of the top right here. Yes. One for here and one for yeah. different things. And he knows, wow. like, mentally, he knows, like, am I going for a hit of caffeine or if I'm, am I going for a hit of water? And, like, he, that's what he does. Is he on to something? I, no, like, I don't think trend, so. Like a trend that should start? I do not think he's on to something. I don't, need, I don't either, but I kind of want it to in a weird <laughs> way. To, I would love to talk to him I about this. I want to see him do it. Campos, man. This guy's uh, full of tricks. I am, I, tricks, I'm not bringing man. a filter. Okay, so we, we, are, have, we are bringing a stereo pen. We probably have one filter at camp. Um, but I am going to just pack the stereo. The I, ultra light one or the bigger one? Ooh, which one did you give me one? The classic three. Oh, let's do the bigger one. Yeah, it's just quicker, faster. Mm, it's just reliable. Better, yeah, more reliable. So, I would highly suggest bringing Aquamira drops, though, as well. You think? I, I, that's, that's what I would do. Do you want, you, do you want me to throw a reason right behind this real quick? Mm-hmm. I brought just a stereo pen to Alaska. All right? Right when I was leaving... Civilization, I had my Aquamira drops and I had my SteriPen. I was like, SteriPen's always been great. I don't need my Aquamira. Left my Aquamira. Literally three days into the hunt, my SteriPen broke. I, I had the two years of use on it. It broke, so I had to borrow their SteriPens all the entire time. I always keep Aquamira on me at all times. I decided not to bring it to save some weight, which was kind of dumb. They weighed we we nothing. Base, we had a base camp too. I think they weigh an ounce and a half total. Yeah. I get my my SteriPen would blink, but the lightsaber... Wouldn't go off. In the bottom, would yeah. not go off. One is none and two is one. Yep. So like to only have one thing yeah. to purify well, water. That's, that's a good tip. And yeah. two, the other thing, you guys, like it's a different style than the bivy style, but like on, on my elk hunt, you know, I would I would fill a liter and just put the Aquamira drops and that's done. And then I would fill a liter and stary pin it. And then go, and I didn't have to wait the next five minutes to stereo pin this one too, because this one is purifying while I'm going with the drops in it. Makes oh, sense? Yes. So yeah. it's like it's just a little quicker. So would you? That makes sense. It does it make sense. sense? So is there a reason I would want to take the traditional Nalgene size because I think that's the ninety seconds, or do I just need to calculate? I can do this, but I just have to do more. If you're doing stereo pin, then you need the thirty-two ounce orange one. Yeah, I, I do believe that's a yeah. very true statement because it does say on there it treats one, one liter, liter of water. Yeah. So I think if you try to do that, and it'll that say one it's you're good. not going to be able to get it like deep enough to the bottom, the lightsaber deep enough to the bottom. That's why I bring that and the thirty, the smaller one. It's because the smaller ones for the steri pin and the bigger ones for the aqua mirror drops. Oh, so you're not doing this and then pointing it in there? I mean, you you could if you had the smaller thirty-two ounce one, you could yeah. do that and then pour it in there. Just, it all depends on what you want your system to be. Okay, so I'll take the 32 ounce. Do I need? Do you think I should take the thir- like the two of these and the 32 ounce, or just that and just 32 ounce? It doesn't feel like I don't know how much. I drink a lot of water. And I don't know how much water availability there is where you're going. That's usually what dictates mm-hmm. that. But like where I was, there's springs and there's creeks and water, and like it wasn't a thing. 
I mean, it was a little bit of a thing, but not like one to worry about or like have to pack water in because we knew we were crossing a creek at some point or a wallow or something. But like what I would do is the aquamira drops, the five minutes, let them react. During that five minutes, I would steri-pin. And so when the steri-pin is done, the drops are done reacting. And then I would have the liter of water ready to go. I'd dump the aquamira drops in the next liter and go. So I don't have to do it twice. Got it. That makes sense? Makes sense. Yeah. All right, so I'm definitely going to bring those. Um, go on game bags. These are the deer ones. I got And anything out. that is able to break, I would bring them back up. That's very, like hunting, very hunting, we're not the nicest to our gear. And you just, you'd never know if that little lightsaber is going to break. Or Especially when you throw in the elements. And yeah, like Steri Pen does need to be warmed up. So you have to keep it in a sleeping bag when you're sleeping at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How many batteries is in there? Four. Triple A? Mm-hmm. Double A. Double A. It's double A? Four double A in the classic three. Wow. That's why I use the ultralight one. Um, our Gohan game bags, we're biased, obviously, but we think they're pretty damn bomb. I mean, we did custom designed them. Um, I like these handles a lot. We use them on the antelope hunt, mm-hmm. but they're awesome. Um, I need to change out. This is more of a deer setup. I got to change it more of an elk setup. But I'll take these and my little pouch here. This isn't final, final. Um, I'll take less than this. I'll actually take, take the key, little tin. I have it at home, but the pyro putty um, is a must. A uh, backup headlamp. Paracord. I think paracord's. Big fan of paracord. Are you asking me why I take paracord? I love paracord. Asking just that much extra. I was asking what your use case for it was. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I don't know if I'll take this much, but. I use it a lot, hanging at meat. Hanging at meat. Uh, there are some times when I've had a shoelace, or I guess it's a boot I've lace. Re- I've replaced shoelaces with it. And I had to use that before. Um, guideline. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of cases. I feel like we used it in Wyoming. Brandon and I did. Uh, anyway, paracord. Those game bags have paracord in them at the top, though. It's true. Oh, look at you. That's a, that's a dang good thing to remember. They do have from- them in the top. That right there. True. Right here. And you can cut that out. That's a good point. Anyway, I'll take some paracord. I don't know about that much. Um, I usually take one pair of gloves. Um, I'm not sure exactly which knife I'm going to take yet. Um, I do like a little bit bigger for elk. I'll probably take this one. I don't know which exact one this is. Do you guys know? It's a the edge? That's the, that's the bigger Havilon. I think that's the edge. Havilon. Pronto edge. Um... I'm yeah. not a fan of Havilon on elk. Really? Very much so. Why? The blades are really flimsy, and they don't have a lot of surface area. Where would you go? I do the three and the three and a half outdoor edge. I think elk are. I think you got to go outdoor edge or even a fixed blade, if you weren't going to do the outdoor edge. Because the outdoor edge protects the blade a little bit more, so it is a little bit stronger. It, it has those those the sheaths sheath on each thing. side. Yeah. And the the blade itself is a lot more stable it's a lot thicker i might switch it i mean yeah elker so yeah knife is definitely something i'm still considering and then like elk too i mean elk are just bigger man hides are bigger all that stuff and then you start digging in the atlas joint to pop the head off have you already determined are just terrible for that you've already determined how many blades you're going to take if you're going to take a replaceable yeah because that's something some i forget a lot and I'm like crap I gotta go buy a bunch of blades I mean we have one tag I'll probably take 
Yeah, you got enough. Four. I mean, I, I, I don't mess around with blades. I like a fresh new blade, especially yeah. oak. I mean, they're just so That's big. why I would do the outdoor edge, three and a half. Um, tag holder. One blade took care of Omar's entire bowl. Electric tape. Heavy, but gosh, when you need it, you need it. It's good for wrapping your muzzle. It's good for electrical tape random is, things. Electrical tape is the Swiss Army knife in the backcountry. Affixed bow parts. Affixed tent it, carbon poles. Yep. Yep. Affixed your leg that one year. Affixed my leg that one year. Used it for um, support on my leg. I did. We've used it for a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's literally like the backcountry Swiss Army knife. You got to have oh, a roll of. Uh, right that's the smaller one though. I I like the three and a half for elk. Really? Mm. No, three and a half. Is that the three and a half? Oh, that is three and a half. Yeah, I'll probably just take this. Looks like it's been used, Porter. My man. Hello, baby. Used and not cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> not cleaned since last year. There's my knives. Um, batteries. Backup lighter. Cords. Anything jumping out? This is definitely one area I'm still tinkering with. Um, what am I missing? Got a lot of extra in there. All right. No, no, I got to trim it down. But you're missing one giant area here. Do you know it yet, Lorenzo? I think I know what you're gonna say, and I think yep. it's something he's been stressed about for a while. First aid. Yeah, you don't have any first aid. No med kit. All right, make the Wyoming boy work harder. Um, There's so many good options though that are so light. I've been known to be very bad on a med kit. So anyways, I'm saying it now because I upped my game this year. I used to carry like three band-aids and some gauze, and that was kind of it. That's pretty light. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had a, uh, not a staple, what do you call them? A, a, yeah, a little suture kit thing. You did carry that in? Mm -hmm. That's good. That's at least good. Oh. What do you have now, though? What did you up your game to? Oh, uh, there's the Stealthy Hunter med kit. It has everything in it. Splints, you know, anything I need. There's a lot in that one. Yeah. I just use the, uncharted, the uncharted supply, the core, the just the six ounces. It's got enough. And then I add a little bit more to it. Like I add quick clot to it. Yeah. I added some, some in the last stuff 10 to it. Years, how many times have you used something from one of those? Zero, not but that's lot. not the way to think about that. I've been on some hunts before where uh, a friend had cut his finger to literally the bone with a Havilon. That'll happen. Yeah. That's so, not the way you think about that, though. That's not one of those ones you say, how many times do I use this? Uh, never, so I'm going to take it out of my bag. Yeah. That's like what you should be doing with some of this, a lot of this other stuff that you have. And I wouldn't take like stuff. What? What's so optional? I wouldn't say optional. I would just say ways to trim size and weight you think trimming the guidelines on my tent is worth it the effort wait trimming them yeah cutting them down no no because when you get out in the field it's you're going to have a different length of it's a weird weird terrain there might yeah. be a rock in the way you have to put it make it longer, longer or shorter long. it does but i think they're kind of they're kind of nice um all right so first aid kit i need I'm gonna get my pen, my pills. Okay, so I think that only leaves just a couple fun items left. Okay, I'm, this is not my whole food kit, but a couple things that I'm very passionate about. First of all, pesto porter. 
I'm a, I'm a pesto fan. I might take literally seven of just the pesto chicken. And just one day of something different. I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna claim food king here, like I am the boot king and the undie king. But I am versed on food, and this is by far. You're versed on fun food. Yes. Not yeah. That's not fuel thing. food. These are by far the best freeze dried, in my opinion. And I'm, this is no paid peaks, not pay me anything. I just think these things are bomb. They're pretty good. Bomb, bomb, bomb. You guys will hate on me on this, and I know you will. Mm-hmm. I don't care. There's nothing better to me than a little ramen at about 11 a.m. before or after my little cup of coffee. You know, the elk are bedded down. Sun's up a little bit. It's cold. The redding are not bedded down. Not, this isn't going to be a peak run. But Maybe it's pretty late this Brandon year. And I on our, on our third season it's pretty run. late this year. You cook up a couple things of noodles. It's just a nice luxury. Now, Clay Hill told me that elk just started bugling. Like, just started. The, really? And it's. it's I, I could definitely get some activity. Better than 50% change. Just saying. Anyway, whatever. There will be a time where this will be well enjoyed in the mountains. Um, the calorie to weight ratio is not great. <laughs> <laughs> not great at all. Let me see what it's it is. Three ounces. I'm going to take a couple. For 370 calories. I'm going to take a couple. I just think they're so tasty. The hot water, it's like something to do. Remember when we were with Mather? We, we, we yeah, we made some of that. We had llamas that. So you're, you're, you're boiling twice a day with that and a peak refuel. Three. And you're heating water. Oh, we had boiling heating. Again, for coffee. I'm not doing this every day. This is a little treat. This is a couple special days. Okay. All right. This is a new item that you are convincing me to do. So I am going to listen to you, and I'm going to take two of these a day. Is that enough? No. I'll let you describe what these are. They are not um, enough. Apex has them, Mountain Hacks, Mountain Ops has them. What are they? These are hydrators? They're, yeah, it's just, just uh, you know. What, what's, what's Sodium the, replacements? No, so they're, uh, no. Supplements? No. Sodium, I, potassium, magnesium, what are they called? Electrolytes. electrolytes. Sorry, went blank I didn't there know where for a second. Going there. It's just electrolytes. Replenishment of electrolytes. Another reason why the bladder system isn't great for these, right? So you just pour these in. Uh, we yeah. were hiking the other day using these. Seems to make sense. I'll take. How many do I need a day? It depends on how much time you're planning on sweating a day, but I would say at least a thousand milligrams of sodium, and just pure supplement. I would do a lot more, but a thousand how many, would. How many do you want me to take a day? Probably four a day. Chris always makes me do math. Yeah. Probably four, four a day. Probably four a day. So two in the lot, morning, two in the afternoon. Oh, I'm nice starting to add some weight here. Two in the morning, two in the afternoon. Maybe you could save weight by opening all these up and dumping them in a Ziploc bag and then just Stop. guessing them with your spork. Um, what I have not weighed my my pack. What is your guys' guess? Now keep in mind, no spotter. That's three. And, and a half you're pounds. not carrying. Solar panel. Not do the solar panel. Um, now, food for easy math, let's just say... Two pounds a two day. Two pounds a day. And I bet you'll be over that, but two pounds a day. So that's 16 pounds. Am I going to be sub 65 pounds? I think it'll be sub 65. I don't know if you'll be sub 65. How much did your rifle weigh? Are we including that? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, you're going to be over 65. Really? 
Dude, how much does your rifle weigh? It's at least it's 10 to 12. Is it down? I think it's, it's got to be 10. You say 10 for easy math. You're going to be... Yeah, you're, you're gonna be you're gonna be twenty. Call it twenty. We'll go on the lighter side. We'll go twenty in gear. You'll be ten in rifle. That's thirty. You'll be sixteen in food. That's forty six. You'll be six in water. Pound in ammo. You'd be a pound in ammo. You're gonna be up. You're gonna be up there. You do shoot good. I would not consider this a lightweight setup. No. No, definitely not. But it, you really can't. I don't think go super lightweight when it's a late season. Hunt. Thank you very much. You do I'm need just, the insulation I just, layers. I just, I just want to point out one thing. Just want to point out one thing. He's gonna be sixty plus pounds. A fifteen degree bag and no stove. It's an odd. That's an odd. It, okay. It's an odd thought for me. Just saying. I, I it's an odd thought for me to be that heavy, to be that heavy, that heavy, not a zero degree bag in a mid late season hunt, which at very high elevation. So we'll consider it late season hunt and no stuff. Yeah. I mean, he would, he'd be able to save some weight if he ditched the two person, went with the teepee setup, had someone else carry his stove. And then uh, Correct. you all had a stove. And then if you went uh, the X-Therm sleeping pad instead of that one with a zero-degree bag, you'd probably yeah. level out at the same, at the same weight. That pad, that pad is heavy. Um, so you I'm all, just saying, there's a lot of room to gain the places that you're concerned about and not add any weight. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but everything else, though, is closed, though. He pretty much is dialed on clothes. If you can figure out his t-shirt merino approach situation. Should I answer this? This is one of the calls I've been waiting on. Probably should. Could be good news. Hello? Do you have any news for me? I'm on a live I'm on a live gear review right now, but I wanted to answer this in case you have news for me. Ah <laughs> oh, shit. Um they crossed the highway in front of them. That's how they shot it. That's how they killed that bull. They had no idea it was there. That's awesome. Good for them. Would your dad has no your dad has no news though? He just texted me and said nothing. <sighs> I've been on pins and needles, man. I'm just waiting for a text message. Every time my phone goes off. I'll call you back when I'm done with this. Alright, so, yeah. My uncle Scott has finally drew his deer tag in Utah and a lot point. of points. Mm. And there's a big deer. Um. Yeah, I mean, I know there's spots I can cut, but I mean, I don't want. It's, I mean, ten thousand feet in the middle of October. We'll we'll have lows of twenty to twenty-five. Well, crazy thing in the high country, Colorado. I mean, it could be fifty-five, and it could be five. That's that's the hard part. Is five like five would be a problem. You just you don't know what's gonna come in. Remember two years ago, second season Colorado. Two mm -hmm. years ago, holy shit! There was like two feet of snow. Yep. Yeah. This is a little earlier than that, but still. I mean, pretty much on that two same weeks. track. Yeah. You just you never know. For the most part, though, I do think you have a pretty good kit. I think you have a 
great kit overall. Because I know, I know the things that you enjoy in a hunt, you have a lot of those things. You have a lot of things that's going to help you glass comfortably. You're good on optics. You need some of the optics you have. I mean, yeah, someone could say you could cut your spotter, but like it's a good bull tag and you want to really look at the bull, digiscope it, look at it at camp every night, try to figure out what you're looking at. You know, the sleeping pad is a heavy one, but I understand it is insulated and you don't have a stove, so that's balancing there. But, but, you, other, do, but that, you do have down pants that you can put on if you're cold. You do have your other leggings you could put on if you're cold. That other pad is insulated, though, too, just not as much. Yeah, not as much. The pad is what makes me comfortable with 15 degree versus zero degree. I looked at the one person, too. It's just, I mean, it's like, it's five ounces. It's not that much lighter. And like I said, you're able to store a lot of your gear in there, which is great. So your gear's not going to be in your vestibule. It'll be able to be inside your shelter. So like that warm from your body could potentially warm some of it up. Probably won't get a lot of condensation. Uh, it, all, it all kind of comes down to what he's actually packing for his food. That's gonna make yeah. That's a make or break on, on weight. That's why you're gonna be over two pounds a day. I love to have some good food. It's like entertainment back there. Yeah. A couple of treats. What is what is it, Brady? Food is fuel, not fun, Porter. It's your philosophy. That's not mine. <laughs> you like, you can have fun. 350 days a year, but for a couple weeks when you're going hunting, you can't. I just have a different strategy. At 11 in the morning, when we had a crappy morning, we hiked our you know what off, and you're kind of bummed out. Get a little top ramen, maybe a little Cholula in there, a couple, cup of coffee. He, and you look up in the sky, you're like, life could be worse. And it'll cheers you up. I have to. I'm going to throw another. Lord of the Rings reference in here. He is like a hobbit and like they eat all the time. <laughs> Second breakfast. Oh. Second breakfast. Third, third breakfast. That's when uh, Kevin starts eating with pregnant Pam. Yeah, oh pregnant yeah. Pam's the best. Pregnant first the breakfast, best. second breakfast, first snack, second yep. sack, snack. I don't know. He has them all timed out like, oh. I don't watch these TV shows. But thank you for the commentary, gentlemen. I'm excited for your hunt. Honestly, I honestly can't wait to hear about it. <laughs>